Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. It has been a couple months, but it's good to be back. How are you doing, Ryan? You know, hanging in there. Getting by somehow? Somehow. Mm. How Anything? about yourself? Ooh, uh, wife's out of town for a couple of weeks. Ah. Uh-huh. And um, doing some gardening. It's going pretty well. Uh, got is, that a big because, plant. is that because she's out of town? No, no, no. An opportunity to dig in the dirt. No, no, we we garden together. You know what they mm. say: the, the family that gardens together stays together. So uh, we're sowing them seeds and building planter boxes and making a mess it's of things. It's finally season appropriate. I feel like you were thinking about this like six months ago or something mm -hmm. in the dead of winter. Yep. Yep. In the dead of winter, you dream of spring and make your garden plans. And when spring finally comes along, you you make them happen. Are burned out on gardening and don't do anything. <laughs> uh, we paced ourselves well this time. It, it's been working out. Yeah, we've got a good. big old planter box over there. Made another one over there and put in some tiny ones over there. And then we like tore off all the the mulch and tarps over the, the half the front yard and put in some native grasses and built a, a wall of logs and i'm gonna put in some trellises and have some like crawling vines to create like a little shady spot got some bird feeders and a bird bath and so it's come along pretty well be quite pleased with it what were you gonna nice. say no nothing you're uh, larping as homeowners mm, mm -hmm. trial yeah. run if only uh, one day though one day when the prices in Boulder aren't ridiculous. When one day this uh, streaming thing is going to take off and. No, see, we'll be rich. You can have a garden and I can have a. Uh, a, a PC. <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day soon. Yeah. What's been up with you? Anything going on in Ryan's end of the world? Uh, work, babies, you know, plural life. Uh, well, I, I only own one, but Got it. other, other children exist in this world. I don't know see. if you've, maybe this spring you'll get outside and see, <laughs> see fellow humans, but there is, there are a couple of cute kids down the street that walk their dogs past our house sometimes. And the dogs are like clearly twice the size of the children. And I don't know why these tiny children are walking these large dogs, but it's pretty adorable. Mm -hmm. Elle thinks that pretty much every animal except a cat is a dog. So we saw a horse. Uh, ah. And she points out and she's like, dog. Like, ah, close. <laughs> close enough. Four legs, sure. How big is our vocabulary? Uh, I mean, a lot of sounds. <laughs> <laughs> she's got the word dog, right? Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Priorities, it. right? Got it. No mom, no dad, just straight to dog, understanding the, the true pecking order of the world. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Right. Where? So, enough uh, talking about the weather. Yes. Uh, where last we left, we had opened the recap and then clearly closed it in the intervening time. By recap, you mean the wiki? Or... The wiki, yes. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. I think you were getting some flame for not reading that. I asked you if there was any code of laws, and apparently I wrote a code of laws, and somehow it is missing from my library. So this this episode, we uh, go on the quest to see uh, who uh, 
who stole the uh Code did you also get messages about that i got messages about that <laughs> they were probably the same messages i just probably. lurk the uh discord from time to time mm. or maybe reddit I don't, I don't remember which well last time on dicing with death devon sought legal means of dealing with isaac who covets devon's wife big sin is that uh, what the is that what the wiki said i did not seek legal means i'm that's what the wiki says that's and... what the wiki okay i guess so yeah i was the... merely confirming that i was would be in the right to uh I don't know. Kill him for looking at your wife? Uh, I mean, it's the olden days, you know? It's the beginning of the world. Yeah. And uh, in the olden days on the real world, that sort of shit is how it went down. Not that, you know, we would want to be yeah. exactly like the I also people like before. showed up with spearmen and in my living room and and looked at my wife. And Yeah. God forbid. Uh, the Judge Ulra counsels Devon to take a measured response since Isaac is important for trade with the with Hearthome. Devon covers up the cockatrice pit and expands <laughs> the basement as a portal room. Devon creates a temporary portal to the Plane of Shadows where he meets someone who looks just like him but with injuries Devon doesn't have. The Shadow of Devon says he is here because of Atropos. An injury Devon causes to the Shadow occurs to Devon. Devon's apprentices are unable to see Shadow Devon. Devon then visits the cursed ghost village with Cassandra and finds a pit of bones under the town and at night sees the ghost reenact their murders, with one of the ghosts seeing Atropos just before her death. After they leave the village, Cassandra has no memory of it. Devon takes the bones from the bone pit and brings them to Kronos, but Kronos detects no grudge or desire for vengeance upon the bone. And I do believe you brought Cassandra to the village and these areas multiple times, and she kept not having any recollection yeah, of them. Yeah, like twice. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, anything else that you want to add to this? Uh, I think we're good. Great. Uh, we got a, yeah, got a couple of uh, Remove Curse Scrolls cranked out so i mm -hmm. think now we can start uh i don't know sending our minds to outer planes without risk of insanity or death mm -hmm. you also leveled up twice as a wizard got some new hp and mp and spells yeah we don't we don't play enough i can't let uh, nick have go around having the most powerful wizard in the nealverse so uh we gotta we gotta catch up yeah we'll make more time for it and then you'll then you'll shelf my character or something or yeah or you know you'll you'll shelve it yourself or i'll shelve it or mm. or it'll die you know there'll be an electric eel that comes from out of nowhere and descends from the sky upon you or are transmuters alter okay transmuters have all are the specialists in the sphere of alteration yes is that correct oh, okay yes. that's the confusion alteration transmutation mm -hmm. got it mm -hmm. um but i see we're just about at our end of our first hour so all right coffee break <laughs> uh let's well where do we want to pick up ryan 
Um, I mean, Devon has some research to do, right? We got like, I think it is, it's time to begin uh, investigations into the Philosopher's Stone in earnest. Mm. Mm. Um, but I don't know if you had other more mundane matters to, uh, no, I don't think so. Distract Devon with. Oh my. Um, mundane, non-mundane matters like looking in, looking for a philosopher's stone. So we will find Devon in his tower in the crot. Yeah, I mean, so I can't remember if we've Sironed or researched any of this by like more ordinary, I guess using the Serona to legend lore is not ordinary, but we've got a library. Mm -hmm. We've got legend lore. I don't know if mm -hmm. there's any background you want to give there before I start contacting other planes, but that's, pro I mean, that's probably where it would have started and that may have started months ago, or mm -hmm. I guess we've been busy traveling and stuff, but I can give you a Asked. recap. Can do like a montage of the research or a. Uh... Yeah, I think there's probably nothing new, but it might be nice to reconsolidate all the information that you do have. Um, or just one. that, like, humanity has, right? Like, what mm -hmm. information about the Philosopher's Stone or the World Staff would exist in a library such as the one Devon is building in the Crot? Right. And then legend lore may allow further insights. But mm -hmm. Well, the, the knowledge of the Philosopher's Stone and the World Staff at this point in time is pretty limited. This is the early days of the world. Much of the great research and knowledge has yet to be done, yet to be achieved. Um, so the information you would have is that the a Philosopher's Stone, because there's not necessarily just one, um, is a, a chunk of the world staff, the, the staff that holds up the world. Um, Nadinus, goddess of nature, holds the bottom of the staff. Tempos, goddess of uh, god of time and fate, turns the staff, and that helps, that causes the, the turning of the world. Um, the staff sort of comes through the world ish, not like it's not a physical, it's not like a North Pole that you can go and touch and tap, but it does support the world. Um, Binds it to the other planes nearby. Binds it to the four elemental planes, to the spiritual plane. Um, not to all of them. You know, the Feywild isn't connected through the philosophers, uh, through the staff exactly. But, you know, they're sort of somehow connected. Maybe like a root system stretches out. Those, those details are kind of sketchy right now. Um, at some point during the creation of the world or in the the very early days in the age of mist before things were really being written down um, somehow this staff was damaged and chunks of it fell to earth to to this plane um, these chunks are incredibly powerful since the staff is like a, a godly object that binds planes together if you can get a physical material piece of it you're essentially grabbing like a, a chunk of raw magic made physical form and with it spells can be amplified magical powers can be increased um really at this point the the limit of this magic is unknown 
can you eat it and transform yourself into something? Do you have to um, hold it in your hand to cast a spell? Can you, you know, attach it to a physical object to change the nature of the object? When you empower your magic with this thing, does it consume the stone or does the stone stay or does it only consume part of it? There are a lot of questions about these things. And there have been a few instances where shards of the staff that supports the world have been found. Each of these shards could be considered a philosopher's stone. But the few records and stories that ha- you have of these things, most some of them are like oral traditions that someone has written down and the stories maybe not great on detail, but just sort of gives a big ballpark picture. You know, some of them say that the philosopher's stones are about the size of a pinky, Um, Others say it's more of like the size of a nail. Um, Yet someone else has said that it's the size of a, you know, a small cup. So the the nature of these objects, these exceedingly rare objects, is somewhat murky. But all sources agree that they dramatically amplify the magical abilities of its wielder. It's Possessor. Um, And I think it goes without saying that they radiate overwhelming magic. How's that for a a Philosopher's Stone recap? Wonderful. Lore dump. Great. Mm. Hope someone was taking notes. Mm -hmm. Um... Cool. So that's probably where we are. Um, We have some leads on where one of these might be. So that will follow up with a contact other plane. What do your Um, leads say? Well, uh, there is rumor to be one within the Feywild, and Mm. we'll be contacting the Fey to begin seeking this out, but Mm. maybe there are others. Hmm. Yeah. So, mm. I mean, magic is self-evidently great, but Necrot is also in need of. Uh, well, we've got a silver source and a copper source, but there's no gold. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is one of the supposed uses of this philosopher's stone. To transmute metals from one to another. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So perhaps mm. that is some side research into uh, where does gold come from and how do we uh, how do I make it flow forth from these red hills to uh, solidify and across its place in the world mm. um, so I guess we will uh, so that's some background um, I guess contacting the Feywild is going to be the first lead here um so with uh i've got a few silver scrolls of uh remove curse on hand in case things go awry Mm. apprentices have been uh have been warned and briefed on the uh use of such scrolls in case devon goes insane or mad as he uh Sends his mind to other planes, communes with uh, inhuman entities. 
Let me get my raw text up. Contact other plane. That a sixth level spell? Uh, fifth. Ah, here it is. When the spell is cast, the wizard sends his mind to another plane of existence in order to receive advice and information from the powers there. As these powers resent such contact, only brief answers are given. The DM answers all questions with yes, no, maybe, never, irrelevant, etc. Any question asked are answered by the power during the spell's duration. The character can contact an elemental plane or some plane further removed. For every two levels of experience of the wizard, one question may be asked. Contact with minds far removed from the plane of the wizard increased the probability of the spellcaster going insane or dying, but the chance of the power knowing the answer as well as the probability of being of the being telling the correct answer are likewise increased by moving to distant planes. Once the outer planes are reached, the intelligence and power contacted determines the effects. Okay. Um, blah 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 if insanity occurs it strikes as soon as the first question is asked this condition lasts for one week for each removal of the plane blah 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 is uh do you get an answer to that first question what is that what drives question? insane well i don't know oh oh i see I no, insane. no you you go insane when you yeah. ask the question hmm yeah it's that i it's don't know the, if i like that i've I, I like the idea of going insane from the knowledge bombs that get dropped mm. rather than uh, going insane just by making contact, but I guess mm. those are that's how the uh, yeah, how one is more written. like mechanical, your brain can't quite reach this area and so you go mm. mad, and the other is more eldritch, like you shouldn't know these things that you know yeah why not both? Mm -hmm. So, um, the Fey is two steps removed from the Prime Material Plane. Is that the idea? Uh, ooh, I is... made a little handy dandy chart for myself. Uh, yes. The Fey Wild, if we use the same chart here, would be considered an inner plane. Okay. So there's a 25% chance, minus 5% because of my intelligence. So 20% chance of going insane. Mm. Um, so I guess uh, we seek contact. This is for such a like, I don't know, deep, lore-rich spell, it's uh, casting is pretty mundane. I think it's verbal only. And you just, like, send your mind to another plane. It does take There's... ten minutes. Oh, okay. I don't but know. I assume that's, what like, ten, ten minutes of trance, right? It's not, there's not, if there's no material or somatic components, you're just, like, sitting down and meditating, right? Maybe. Uh, it does or, stand, have... probably, or standing there and meditating. Or spacing yeah, out. Verbal. There might be words, you know. You might be calling out to the great something of the Feywild. Oh, great Feywild creature. I, I reach out to you. There might be, you know, arcane words combined with um, 
language of compulsion that draws these things. Sure, sure. So, uh, in, hmm. It's done in the upper reaches of the tower or in the basement? Which one feels like a better conduit to uh, other planes? Do you, have, do you have a feel for this? Maybe in the basement. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But Like with other planar issues, I think the best place to get your answers is in a um, place most familiar to what you're trying to contact. So if you were you know, trying to contact the, the water elemental plane, you would probably want to be surrounded by water. Um Mechanically, I think you can do it in other situations, but I might give slight bonuses or penalties um, for the appropriateness of the setting. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't think it's worth a trip. Like the the most fey place, I think, was the uh, Brackish Fen. We found mm-hmm. like some uh, thin spots between worlds out there, and mm-hmm. we set up a portal to the Fey Wild. But something very fey. Or- in the Red Hills. It's all pretty bleak. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think these sort of contacts may may thin the lines, mm-hmm. especially if I start using those uh, dimensional tears and stuff to <laughs> open mm-hmm. portals. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Basement or roof? What do we think? Probably roof. Probably the roof. Okay. When I was like in the basement, there's probably mushrooms and stuff. Fungus on the roof. I think maybe some like vines start crawling up the, uh, up the side of the tower as we reach out to the, to the Fae. Mm-hmm. And I guess there, I mean, I'll know immediately if I go insane. Right. So I might as well roll this 20% chance. Right. Yeah. Yeah, low is insane, right? One to 20? Oh, totally not insane. I am super sane. I am. Devon may not know it yet, but he is. uh, Well, he may be. uh, May have fey blood in him or divine blood in him of some kind. Mm -hmm. This is. Quite natural. Maybe he, like, calls out in uh in elven or something similar a language that he doesn't shouldn't speak but somehow you can communicate with these beings across languages mm. eyes roll back glow a faint not a fan whitish green ivy sprouts up the side of the tower as uh he mumbles incoherently in the Fan tongues and asks five questions of whatever this creature is that uh, he has contacted. I think yes. the uh, the apprentices gather around nervously. Are they there, sort of watching? Or Absolutely. Are they... Yeah. Okay. Devon's uh, in the center. In it's this, yeah, it's this upper layer of the upper level of the tower. I think there are big open. Uh, it's not a window if there's no window, but portals looking out over the Red Hills. Mm-hmm. 
leaves of ivy creeping creeping in and uh two apprentices moff is still uh or sorry not Moff. soy is still mia yeah yes. that's both in in case they fail i think both moff and cassandra are standing there clutching a scroll of uh of silver maybe yes. a few backups are on the shelves nearby and devon asks uh is there a philosopher's stone in the feywild and the creature will have a i would vote that the chance of knowledge might be 90 percent. like looking at the elemental plane like if it's specifically related to that plane i guess it's not specifically related to that plane huh okay so 60 percent is the chance of knowledge 65 percent is the chance of veracity Right, so you roll 60% chance to see if they know, and then 65% chance to see if they tell the truth. The answer comes back, yes. Ooh. Um, and forgive me while I pull up the wiki on the Feywild. At some point I looked up the different locations, but now I'm going to ask about... I, mean, I guess I can remember a few of these offhand. Uh, is is it in the shaped wood? Is it shaped wood? F-E-Y. The answer is irrelevant. As in it failed or the creature is saying like it doesn't matter or like it does. They are saying irrelevant. Yeah. Is it owned by an elf? come back no no is it owned at all (laughs) the answer is yes Someone owns it, not an elf. Got one more question left. Hmm. It's irrelevant if it's in the shape, but I'm guessing that means it moves. Does it? Hmm. Does it need to be a yes, no, or can I ask something like that? Is it fixed or does it or doesn't move? That's kind of a yes or no. It's like an either or. It gives brief is- answers. Um, usually one word. But you could try something okay. a little bit right. more. Is, is it in one location, or or does it move? Right. So it doesn't need to be yes, no. It could say mm-hmm. it's fixed, or it could say it moves, or it could say irrelevant, or get fucked, maggot. 
is what was the exact question? Is it in a fixed location or does it, it yeah, move? Yeah, is it in one yeah, is it in a fixed location or does it does it move? Um, and you will get the answer worn. Worn. Oh, okay. It is worn. Like, there's a creature that wears the Philosopher's Stone somewhere in the Feywild. Mm -hmm. Moves around. Hmm. Well, that is it for this. I mean, so Devon's eyes go back to normal. He, uh, shudders and leans on a shelf or wall or whatever's nearby. Mm -hmm. Um, the ivy that we thought we saw, I think, quickly withers and dies in the, the hot sun of this place. And Cassandra looks over to you. How many fingers am I holding up? She I'm... looks to... <laughs> to... Devon struggles to come up with a witty retort, but... Uh... Shrugs are off. I'm I'm fine. Are you, do you remember a, my name? There is a stone in the Feywild. She looks worn by a by a creature, not an elf, maybe not a creature, but someone owns it. Hmm. And I think he goes to the library. Moth collects like paper pen so mm -hmm. like or tablets how does she record information um cheap papyrus is where brief notes get made before they get trans uh retranscribed to a more so permanent. maybe if she already has it takes notes here mm -hmm. on these investigations mm -hmm. and what and she asks go. you a, a series of questions like what did the voice sound like what, what, what exactly what were the did answers? The voice sound? Did I hear a voice or did I just know the answers? It did not come through, at least in this casting, as a voice. More of just like a, a thought. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and she asks, you know, for the exact questions asked and the exact answers received so she can record them for posterity and then asks you if she would if you would like to have two sets of books one of exact details that you get to keep for yourself and your own and another with maybe more vague details that goes into the general library um I think in general this knowledge is will eventually be uh, open to all. So we no need to like cook two separate set of books. Got it. But we will probably leave information like this on the upper floors until, uh, right? Like when we find the Philosopher's Stone, <laughs> these notes can go down into the main mm -hmm. library. Until then, it's probably up here in like the, what's like the, just the reserves or something. Like there's like a, specialty rooms that you need permission to get into yeah because the first oh, is the one... courtyard and the second floor is the the public library the third floor is the gemstone room so maybe the fourth floor is where you are or maybe the fourth floor is like a private study 
Yeah, I mean, it's constantly growing. This might even be the... Is this the gemstone room we're in? Are there floors above it yet? I mean, we've kind of been... The, the spire is growing as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, I would expect there's at least four floors by now. So you, okay. this is probably the floor above the gemstone room, which I'll note as... Do you want to be a private study or a... Um, experiment room. What do you want to call this fourth floor? <clears throat> yeah, private private study. Right. So up here is probably where scrolls are kept and like these notes that we aren't that aren't open. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably if anyone tried to get up here, they'd probably have to fight through the librarian to do mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah. Okay. The wiki says the Feywild does connect to the Prime Material Plane. Can you explain why you why it is considered two steps removed? Because, or the, the world is made of the elements, right? The world That's why is they're... made of the elemental planes. The Feywild is connected to the elemental planes, and from there it's connected to the Prime Materia. And the connection is close enough that you don't actually need to like plane to plane to plane. You can sort of like open a door through the elemental plane of earth to the Feywild, for example. Mm-hmm. And you would transition, like you might not actually step foot in the elemental plane of earth, but you could almost say like the doorway is the, the plane of earth. Got it. Got it. Or um, so I don't know if Devon will research it himself or set the moth upon it, but trying to figure out what sorts of creatures dwell in the Feywild. Mm. Who rules there? Mm. A lot of this may be like going through our collections of folk tales. Devon does have a folklore proficiency, so I think we have a large collection of these sorts of myths. Mm-hmm. What sort of powerful creatures might exist and which of them might uh, possess a philosopher's stone? Hmm, well, you know that there are pixies and sprites and brownies and leprechauns and None elves. None of them are going to have a philosopher's stone. <laughs> dryads and nymphs. Maybe a dryad or a nymph. But, uh, thinking like the powerful, who are the archfey? Who rules there? If that knowledge, this is too early in the world for that knowledge to be consolidated anywhere. Um, you are the only I... recorder of anyone having been to the Feywild. Oh. All other stories really? are sort of can like... I, can I make a folklore check? I mean, I guess you can tell me that none's... I'm, I'm going to roll it. You can, we can yeah. go from there. I fail. Okay. So I think, to my knowledge, there are... there. Someone must rule there, but I know no names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To my, at least in this region, we're pretty far from anything fey. Well, you're in the hills, or at least it's a different sort. I don't know. I mean, you I guess would there's just... a brackish fen. And beyond that, in the the north of this this um, continent, this island is an elven forest. Yeah, but that's just twelve. To... It's like fifty miles away. That's just like. 99% of the people here will never go out of the Red Hills in their lifetime. Yes, that's true. Um, oh, yeah. So okay. if you're talking about stories of Fae stuff, then yes, there's right, nothing like, local. Right. Is there a... There, like, I'm wondering if there's a legend of like the Fae King Puck or the... Right? Mm-hmm. 
some fairy queen or something that might be a likely candidate, but I, I know of no such no the, lords and ladies of the of the what little knowledge you what little acquired knowledge you have of the fey realm comes from stories and legends brought back from hearth home when you were apprentices there was that half elf that came through here and i thought we tried to buy her library i have literacy but maybe moth would be the one with some relevant is there like a is there like a librarying skill is that just literacy spellcraft. What customs? What custom uh, proficiencies do you have on your list that relate to that relate to libraries? Yeah. Um, well, there's bookmaking. Paper making. I think she was working on, but that's. I guess I'm, I should probably add that to her sheet. Or was that Cassandra that had that? Uh, I'm not. Cassandra sure. has paper making. There Interesting. Okay. I don't think there are any custom librarian non-weapon proficiencies. Right, there's like, you added administration. Uh-huh. Maybe Moth has something like that. I, I would request to make like an administration check, or maybe Devon makes a li- literacy check to see if we acquire if we purchased anything useful from that half elf. Right. I think we the goal was to get her to sell us some of her writing or let us transcribe some of her writings on this very sort of thing. But it's possible that she left in such a hurry that we didn't get anything useful, or mm-hmm. it, it may just not exist. Um, so the dice tell us that of the knowledge you got from this person, none of it was related to fey materials in any way, shape, or form. Um, that the the notes that you can pull up give a brief history of this half elf's life. Um, they were mm-hmm. born to a, a human mother um, and lived their whole life, uh, you know, at least until you've talked with them in the human lands. They are half elf by nature, but they they didn't spend any time in and amongst the elves. Hmm. Did you contradict my memory, but? Perhaps. That was mistaken. All right. Um... All right. There are a few spells that we need to work on. I think I will set my apprentices to assisting in this. No use clogging up my spell list with bullshit. But mm-hmm. uh, we need a we need a magic mouth and a detect invisible. And transmute rock to mud will probably be on Devon because that's like a fifth level spell. So. I don't know how nitty gritty you want to get into those sorts of rules, uh, or if we just want to say that that's going on in the background, and then ten weeks or something, we'll make some rolls to see how that goes. You said you wanted magic mouth for whom? Uh, I don't care. They, maybe they can yeah. both work on it. Can I feel like that should be something that's in or at least a small supplement rules is like group research. <laughs> like, can two? <laughs> is there a way for two wizards to collaborate and improve the chances or something? That would make sense. Um, 
we can we can wing some rules like that. What was the other spell that you wanted? Magic mouth and uh, detect invisible, and then transmute rock to mud. But I think that's that's gonna have to be gone. Um, magic mouth is an improved mouth. Oh, bards, go away, bards. Um, why am I not finding it? I think it's a second level wizard spell, and then. Okay. Okay. Tech invisibility is also a second level wizard spell. They're probably all third level by now, or at least, yeah. Yes, should. they're all definitely by third level by now. Okay. You were gone for years. They couldn't all work in well, that Moth time. Well, was but... with me, but I feel like adventuring to the Feywild, even if you're taking notes. Yeah. Sandra is level four. Moth is level two on her sheet, but you can presumably... bump that up. Yeah. Was Moth with you for the whole three. two years where you were gone? I thought you were all on your own for when no, you were No, she three. was there. It was Moth yeah. and Devon. Okay. She came with to keep notes. Um, Moth has no HP. I don't think she's ever taken an attack. Great. <laughs> We'll leave it that way for now and roll like 3d4 the first time she gets hit. <laughs> Cassandra doesn't either. I haven't needed I it yet. That's great. I take good care of these apprentices. Mm -hmm. Is Cassandra level five yet? Or are we going to leave her level four? I think we're going to leave her level four for now until yeah. level five is a big power spike. So let's yeah. um, wait for an okay. ideal opportunity. And Asoy is still MIA. She was level two when she left. I guess if she survives, we'll... Uh... Yeah, she'll be three by the time she gets back. Okay. So, I mean, probably one will go for each magic mouth and... Detect invisibility. Mm-hmm. I don't particularly care which is which, but... Maybe Moth goes for the magic mouth. Okay. Moth with the magic mouth. Detect visibility with Cassandra. And I, I mean, they don't have enough spells, so maybe they just get to roll for these as one of their level up spells. Yeah, because we haven't really added spells to them too easily. Moth has zero spells on her spell list. Perfect. That's how it, and, that's how uh, it should be. And Cassandra has... She's got a bunch of first level spells. Um, well, what are their chances of of spell learning? Sandra has a 50% chance. Uh-huh. I guess they can both roll for, or maybe they, maybe they both roll for both, or if one fails. Yeah, well, one will work on one, one will work on the other, and if one fails, then the other will try. Okay, so Cassandra gets Detect Invisibility. Great. Is that PHP? Uh, yeah, but I'm putting it into a spell book for you. Cool, thank you. Mm -hmm. And Moth has a 55% chance. Okay. And we roll it. Ass. And she so Moth gets magic mouth. Excellent. Magic mouth. 
a little ahead of the game, but we're prepping. Mm-hmm. And then Devon needs... Transmute rock to mud. Fifth level, I've already got four fifth level spells, so I probably don't get any freebies. At four fifth level, four fourth, that seems mm-hmm. fairly appropriate for yeah. a level 11 wizard. So this we may need to research. And we can sort of and wave much of the time and costs involved. You already have everything set up. It's not a right. I mean, I got to get to level 14. Oh, it's not even a level that you're. No, No, I'm way. I also need enchanted item and limited wish. Okay, so So we're not even this project. This project is in the early stages. Gotcha. Actually, is that four? That's 14, isn't it? So level 12, I'll get enchanted item. Level 12, you get six level spells. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but Limited Wish is a seventh level spell, correct? Mm, yes, that sound Maybe even eighth level? I don't know. Limited no, it... Wish is seventh level. Yeah. Okay. Long game here. That's why I was like, we can keep this on the back burner and roll in gotcha. 10 weeks or whatever, but. Gotcha. No biggie. <clears throat> okay. I feel like it's a good summary of spell research. I don't know if there's other matters you had in mind. Uh, No, I actually think this is a great place to take our first break and come back on the other side with some more Dicing with Death. Alrighty, see you soon. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. So... Your apprentices have learned their spells. Devon has some grand plans for learning down the future, but in the meantime, I think is still focused on the nature of philosopher's stones and how you could find one. Yes. Yes. The nonstop quest for arcane power and gold, Mm. like any true adventurer. Mm hmm. Um, we may look for gold by more mundane means, mineral uh, prospecting and the like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Consulting the library. I don't know. <laughs> Any gold deposits outside of uh? Maybe we'll go back to some elemental explorations. Cause that was the only source of gold that I found. Is that random uh? Earth portal that I opened up that had a gold vein in it. Mm, mm-hmm. It's another thing to uh, to research. This brings yeah, up a, a really useful question here. When you create, when you tear a hole into the elemental plane of Earth and you found that gold, is it possible for you to tear a hole in the exact same place in the other plane, or... Is your low-level interplanar travel not strong enough to pinpoint an exact that's location? A, that's a really good question. I mean, when we open it from this side, it's always in the spot that you open it, right? Well, so when I went to the plane of Earth, that was using Minor Gateway, which I think right. opens a portal to a random place on mm-hmm. the elemental plane. I mean, 
maybe not random, is it? Like you're not going to open it up into like the city of brass, or are you? Like are you going to open it up into like the King Ifrit's toilet? Well, and I mean, law of large numbers is like, just very unlikely to happen if there's a whole plane. But it's, but it's possible. I mean, so maybe these are questions that Devon considers or Moff mm -hmm. considers and we research and calculate and design experiments to uh, to, to test. But uh, mm -hmm. um, but more recently, there's my the dimensional tear spell, I think is what you were referring to, where I like tear through a plane or tear a hole from the prime materia plane. Mm -hmm. Can I aim that? Yeah, how I I feel close. like it would be the same place every time you do it in the same so I would assume maybe I should check this that if I went into my basement and used that portal to the shadow plane, it would always be to the same place in the shadow mm -hmm. plane. And if like I rolled a ninety nine or one hundred and accidentally like damaged the planar fabric, it would probably be a semi-permanent portal between those two spots on those two planes. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, likewise, you know, if I went to the Brackish Fen and used the same standing stones to portal mm -hmm. to the Feywild, it might take me to that same tree in the Feywild. In fact, you went to the and same tree twice in the Feywild true, from the true. same spot. So there's probably so opening portals in this way is probably finding spots where like the planes are close together mm -hmm. and there's a making there's a connection or forcing that connection or what what have you so theoretically it should be possible to say i want to get to this spot in that plane what kind of like physical portal do i need to construct or where do i need to go where, on the prime materia plane mm -hmm. where do i need to build a portal and what does what type of portal but, needs to be built because it's probably not just simply like a, a location to location. It's probably also a device plus location gives you mm -hmm. a pathway. Maybe but, changing the portal, but leaving it in the same place can change the direction of where you're heading. Or maybe yeah. not. There are there are many questions to be considered. But practically speaking, it's this is probably not a very useful... That's a very challenging thing to do. Like the, mm -hmm. if you want to get to a specific spot in another plane. Mm-hmm. It's difficult mm -hmm. um, and there's like with all of the infinite possibilities of places you could start and portals you could construct it's probably unlikely to be able to get to a specific spot but you know interesting i don't know that there's somewhere in particular i want to get other um, than to uh the gold deposit on the <laughs> elemental plank <of> earth <laughs> um Gold or I have ten pounds of gold. What does that equal? Mm. And time is it twenty to a pound or fifty? Fifty to a pound. It's five hundred gold coins. It's not nothing, but it's not it's not the wealth of a of a nation. Right. Hmm. <laughs> So, shadow plane is interesting. Plane of Earth is interesting. Hmm. Let's go wander to the uh, to that copper mine. That's where I was opening planes, wasn't it? Let's see what's even there now. Great. 
That's uh, okay. Smelter, Coppermont. Okay, it's like a half hour outside of town. So, one of these days we'll take a nice walk in the sunshine. A nice, pleasant stroll out to the copper mine. You'll see the industry that has sprouted along the path. There's a now a nice, um, easy road between the two of them. As, as good of a road as you'll get in this area. Hard Probably one earth. of the better roads, actually. Like This, is, this mm-hmm. road has to take carts of copper ore mm-hmm. at least halfway to town to the smelters, correct? Certainly. Hard-packed earth that always maintains at least a certain width for carts to be pulled or donkeys to be walked for if for whatever reason the, the cart is unavailable um, small bridges here and there to make sure everything mo- moves smoothly reinforced sides and areas where it might be weak um, and then there's like a little tea shop about halfway across that somebody has set up they sell tea and they sell wine and some food and they've got a little um, shade structure under which you can sit and rest and as you get closer to the mine, you can see a small camp has been built up here. At first, it was just a few tents, but now there are some actual structures. The um, one building here is actually made of wood, and we understand how rare wood is in these areas. So it's quite the the nice little display of above-ground shade. This would be the, the heart of the operations, the administrative building. Um, and you can see the banners being flown above the building are, are those of your mother-in-law um, and those of your town. We haven't really talked about the banners or flags or sigils of this area, but by now some have been established. We can go into them, I think, on another date. Uh, but you can see the, the trappings think... of your industry here. Yeah, there is likely a serpent involved in some places. Mm-hmm. And... Maybe the spires of uh, of Necrot in the mm. future. I don't know. It's also this isn't necessarily this isn't like a feudal Europe analog either. I don't know that there's houses in the same way that like modern Arcadia has, right? So it's not necessarily like the family has a family crest, right? Right. But and whatever symbols, there are flags and sigils. And yeah, and whatever and things, but... flies today may not be the same sigils or flags that fly tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. In the modern world, we exist in a time where your symbology is pretty well set. But in a, a period of time like this, where everything is always in flux, you know, today your flag might be a serpent with the spires of the tower, and then tomorrow it might be something different. So we're not locked into any of these. And uh, Devon surveys the mine. Um, maybe I try to find the spot where I first opened the portals here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it looks totally different and I'm not able to retrace my steps or if I'm able to find familiar places and recall, you know, where I accidentally welcomed an earth elemental into the spot and got that poor miner killed. Uh, where the mine I the gold. has been much expanded since you were last here. The area that you remember creating that portal is still like that's still a chunk of wall, but there's now like a, a room that has built be, been built right beside it, and the hallway in which it was has been expanded a little bit. And you can't be certain if the wall that wall has been moved out or if it's the other wall that has been moved out a little bit. Um, maybe give me an intelligence check to see what you can recall specifically about the area. Are there people all over the place? 
Certainly. Like, yes. am I being accosted, or do they get out of my way while I poke no, around? No, they absolutely get out of your way. Um, yeah. I was going to kind of hand wave everything. I mentioned, you know, trappings and trappings yeah, and so flags. So I'm walking and around, and I'm sprinkling crystal dust and seeing if I can, like, recall where those portals were open and maybe find some trace of them years later. Mm-hmm. Was there anything special about this place? Did I make it special? Or was this a... Uh, was Anyways, yeah. I passed my intelligence check and I also cast the detect magic. I don't know that I have any other. Oh, locate landmark. That could be an interesting. If I get to the plane of Earth, I could probably use locate landmark to uh, find things mm-hmm. such as gold deposits and such. Perhaps, perhaps. Uh, with your intelligence check, you can see that indeed this hallway has been widened and the spot that you had originally dug through is now like two feet into the middle of of the hallway. Um, it's been widened on both sides. So that exact location you used in the past is, is no longer earthen. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're, you know, you're a couple feet from it. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm probably awkwardly standing in the hallway, sprinkling dust and touching the walls. And uh, Meanwhile, workers are diligently um, hauling things around you and trying not to like actually get in your way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I guess first detect magic. And then I've also, for this, I will have brought the... Uh, the Earth Soul Gem, and I will be communing via ESP in the back of my head or whatever with the uh, Earth Elemental trapped inside. And I think there's just an awkward scene in the middle of this mine. Miner is like shuffling past, skirting around me as Devon, just like eyes like glazed over, mm-hmm. touching the wall, and like <laughs> communicating telepathically with this Earth Elemental that doesn't want to be there. And Mm-hmm. probing its mind and its knowledge and sprinkling yes. dust and seeing if I can detect the traces of some uh, some suitable spot for a portal or who knows what. Mm-hmm. Everyone um, is just trying to stay the hell out of your way. No one yeah, wants to get the, caught up in this shenanigans. Um, does the tech magic reveal anything? I think this I think this use of the spell would reveal it for everyone, correct? If you are like sprinkling if, dust, then yes, yeah. it will reveal it for yeah, I'm not, all. I don't think I'm snorting dust in the middle of this hallway. I think I'm sprinkling detect magic dust. Mm-hmm. Is there anything magical about this spot? Or I'll go a little ways up and down the hallway and kind of no. feel around. No, there's nothing magical about this spot. Whatever holes mm. you've opened here have not left any weaknesses or tears. It is that's, just... That's reassuring. I don't think uh, Minor Gateway is able to do that or cause that sort of damage but mm-hmm. although it's kind of because I've broken minor gateway by using hold portal to keep it open for longer than it should like it's one thing for mm-hmm. a six second portal to not leave any damage but if you hold that open for several minutes yeah well um, luckily for my... you it did not yeah. damage anything luckily for the workers yeah. here they're safe um, does communing with uh, with the spirit of earth reveal anything do it scent can i harness its senses for anything useful i don't necessarily know that this this has more been a 
meditative training activity of Devon's to like enter the mind of these spirits. Mm -hmm. I don't mm. think they're particularly cooperative. I mean, they're basically bound to these gems. They're probably yeah. frustrated. It's probably mostly just like elemental groans of frustration. Yeah, they're pretty unhappy, or it is pretty unhappy in this gem. You know, it can't quite see, it can't quite hear. It can almost feel its surroundings, which are semi-familiar, since it's an earth elemental and it's in a gem, but it's also strictly confined with no movement. It's generally just an unhappy creature. Um, and when you probe its thoughts and try to, like, inquire to it, uh, you just sort of get, like some raw discomforting emotions out of it or yeah, you know what would well, pass for earth elemental emotions which aren't quite the same yeah feels like a low tremble of a minor mm -hmm. earthquake or something yeah um well devon takes the time to uh meditate on what it would be like to be the earth mm. as he presses his hands and his face to the sex earthen wall mm -hmm. mm. um. this doesn't seem like a particularly suitable location for a portal but not with all these workers I don't know what, in here well we could clear them out but I'm wondering if uh, if that would be fruitful, and I'm wondering what to use to even gauge whether that's worth the effort. Hmm. Scanning through your spells, I take it? Yeah. Hmm. Um, is this so this is probably near the entrance of the mine or something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there like a side hallway here? I guess where is yeah, the there's a little, that is opening these portals? Uh, yeah, so let me give us a quick little doodle. Um I shall doodle in the sea to the northeast of the Red Hills. So if we... There's also the little map of the town. You can doodle near there, but this is fine too. Go, yeah. go for it. You already started. Yeah, yeah. So if this is our entrance, um, this would be the outside of the cave down here. It'll come in, and then now there's a room like this, which is for supplies. Mm -hmm. um, and then oops, let's hold this, and this goes down this way. And the spot that you had initially worked <clears throat> was like right here uh but now this hallway is wide enough for two mine carts to pass instead of one person to walk in and out so it's sort of in the middle of space but right next to it is that this little path that leads to this um this storage chamber where spare tools are kept um some food is kept in barrels for emergencies bellows for blowing out air yada 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 um lanterns candles oils tinder flint steel mm -hmm. So there is a passage, and there's even a passage that goes behind this block of wall. And then the mine continues further in and branches and branches into 
know, following veins wherever the veins might go. Devon sets to work. If there's a foreman nearby, he's going to tell him that he has business that he needs to do here. Yeah, when you come out of uh, your your dust throwing around, you'll see that there is the foreman of the mine who's standing kind of nearby and has appointed one of the younger miners (laughs) to divert traffic around you and, like, Mm -hmm. get everyone to move back and forth. Yeah. While the foreman stands by waiting to be called upon for service. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, there's something that I need to do here. Um... This mine shaft needs to be moved, I say. And uh, I go about... Uh, let's see. You want us to expand the mine shaft, sir? Yes. I need I need to work here. And Devon sort of gestures to the air in front of where uh, he'd opened the portal. So I suppose we should widen the shaft that way by about five feet and block this off. You um, want us to return we, Earth to this spot? Do you need... Well, maybe eventually, but I can take care of that. Do you need a straight line here to here? Are there tracks underneath us? Or is it just like a smoothed surface for carts? Uh, a smooth surface with wooden wheels that roll. No but the, the carts have the wheels. There's not a, there's not a track. No track. Okay. <clears throat> um... He looks confused, and he points to the other wall. So you want us to expand the wall out like this and then bring it back in like that? Exactly. And I'll probably need that room. Of course, Lord Devon. Oops, that's not... Um... So it's probably not the most efficient spell to use, but I think Devon starts like fabricating what they what they've been describing as this confused guy is still trying to understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Devon starts doing it before his eyes. I think we're calling this mineral, right? So it's a cubic foot per level. Mm-hmm. So I can only move eleven cubic feet, which isn't really that much. Maybe I start with so I got extrude, or I could like disintegrate. I think I start fabricating. Do I want to fabricate supports first and then disintegrate around that? Do I need like line of sight or can I fabricate something inside of a wall? Like, can no, I fabricate... you need to be able to see what you're doing. Okay. Fabricate. Suffocate lasts, it's permanent, but it takes, it's one, is it one round per level or just one cubic foot per level? Or is it just like a one-off, like, poof, and then it's fabricated? Uh, casting time is special. So I think it probably takes you, casting time requires one full round per cubic yard or foot okay. of material. And that's the casting time. And then it's the, I feel yeah. like it's more like you're doing it as you go. But Yeah, yeah. So if you need a cubic yard of stuff, then it will take you one minute to shape it with your your hands and your mind and your magic. Mm-hmm. If you need 10 cubic yards, then it takes you 10 minutes to shape it. All of these spells that I've created do are in the one cubic foot per level range. Mm-hmm. Although Extrude is a third-level spell. However, it is a single instantaneous 
thrust, which may degrade the uh, or damage the area. Um, so I guess we do lesser disintegration um, before fabricate, and then I'll fabricate some supports. Um, so Devon starts like like as we're discussing moving the hallway. Devon starts moving the hallway, mm-hmm. carving carving out the. Uh, this section here. Yeah, the, the foreman and the other miners get, immediately back off and look at... can the, only get the, through 11 cubic feet at this level. So he spends 10 minutes, like, carving into this. Maybe leaving sections where there are, like, crude pillars. Mm-hmm. 11 cubic feet isn't really that much, right? It's, it's basically... Yeah. That's hardly any at all. But I mostly yeah. want line of effect to bolster the Wait, wall. Wait, but you're not using feet. You're using... Yards. No, I'm using lesser disintegration to clear oh, okay. a line Sorry. of effect to fabricate. Right, right. Um, I can't. It's remember we had the whole mineral debate. Yeah, and I we I reworded the spell to be more clear, so it wasn't Which going. I to... think this is considered mineral. This, uh, let's see. Yes, the the earth here is going to be considered mineral. Yeah, as opposed to non-mineral. Yeah, I. I feel like this is not consistent with our modern understanding of what soil actually is. But. Yeah, you can't you, <laughs> you can't expect these these uh, coke um, fiends from the '80s to use the word mineral right. in a scientific manner. So Devon strategically cuts his way through uh, 11 cubic feet of earth, mostly to like get in to mm-hmm. do line of effect to fabricate out the wall, and then we'll cast mm. a fabricate and make like supports where the wall needs to be like so like we dig in of you get what i'm saying right excavate like a cubic foot there Mm -hmm. right so that i can see in oh but so then you build out like flanks of support Um, well that's more just like get inside of the wall Mm -hmm. so that i can see and use fabricate to like make a pillar Mm -hmm. of support here like Mm. densify or like turn the mud into like Mm-hmm. a stone brick kind of thing i think this is probably um, where i'm wanting to have a uh, transmute rock to mud mud to rock kind of thing might, mm. might make this a lot easier mm-hmm. but uh yeah i start start that process um how many mp do i have let's see a fifth level spell is like is that the 27 mana costs level 5 25 so I can do about two fabricates. So I get part of the way through this today. Mm-hmm. And maybe like once the miners see what I'm starting to do. Yes. And then uh, I think the next thing that happens is I like start fabricating <laughs> this, whatever that like. This section over here. Yeah. yeah. As like a, oops, what did I, did I close something? Oh, I just went back. Yeah, so two two castings of Fabricate, one casting of Lesser Disintegration. Yeah, you can build out support beams, Start. you can build out the columns, um, and when you're done with your magic, the, the laborers can go in and do touch-ups and the rest of the hauling of Earth now that the area is a little I bit mean, more it, stable. It might be better to just, like, bump out this whole thing, like, that way. Mm. Mm-hmm. But one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Um... And I'm probably going to... This is their storage room? Yes, right there's one of the storage rooms. That's the foremost one. If you say you need it, they will mm-hmm. temporarily haul all their supplies outside while yeah. they uh, excavate a new storage room. And I think Devon sets up camp in this room and begins planning to portal to the elemental plane of Earth from here. 
Mm-hmm. Mad wizard stuff. I don't know. I didn't have a quest, so I had to make my own. <laughs> okay. And I think in a matter of hours, we've kind of like di at least started diverting the path, or diverting the, the mine shaft. And set up shop in here. And I think I spent, I think this will be a day spent in study. Maybe researching rock to mud and planning how to make a portal to the elemental plane of Earth. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you're going to use the same minor gateway to do that and see if you can find uh, the same uh, spot? No, I was thinking to dimensional tear to like mm. actually make a make a sem like make a portal in here. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So we'll we'll probably wind up like excavating this, and then leaving the wall like here, and then carving an appropriate archway or whatever. Like here will be a portal with. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we'll enter from there and see if that will get us anywhere near where we, we want to go. Worst case scenario, we're in the elemental plane of Earth and we can uh, poke around from there. Um, so later that day, we probably either Devon goes and fetches them or someone else goes and fetches the apprentices and they bring some of our notes and stuff and we set mm -hmm. up a little. Yeah, there's probably yeah. a, maid, a couple of mages sitting on the floor in here reading papers and writing by candlelight mm -hmm. a tarp gets thrown up over the door and this probably this whole section gets like tarped off <laughs> food and water barrels are used as the legs for tables extra planks are brought and quickly hammered together to to form a, you know the table tops yeah so um, the the miners get set to work in the hallway i think this this uh room gets we we take it over and it's quickly off limits and there's just like a tarp hanging up and mysterious wizardy things going on behind it strange lights pouring out from time to time the crackling of of candles and practiced magics the slow mm -hmm. cursing of uh, apprentices as they you know ink splatters across a page or something gets mm -hmm. knocked over yeah mhm mm well uh, hours will turn into a couple of days as time and practice and work gets done. And within a week, probably less than a week, the area is ready for experimentation. Great. Um, yeah, I guess this is all stone, so it seems easy enough to make a gateway to the plane of stone. I think part of it was like trying to recreate the sense of what it was like before mm -hmm. we dug a shaft here mm -hmm. so like using fabricate to put the uh put the stones back in a way that simulates what it what it should have been like mm -hmm. it's all very abstract there's a lot of uh esp communications with disgruntled uh elementals mm -hmm. stacking of stones and they, mm -hmm. yeah, and eventually, I think we we wind up like bumping this wall out. Well, to like when here, it's all right, and then and there's done. a. 
Or actually, it's probably more like a little passageway. Oh, like okay. a little portal, so, like a you like. Well, so you're building yeah. a wall, a passageway from this side. Yes. Yeah. 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 Did, okay. Did so that, that way you can that access sense? that same section of wall, but from the other side, so you're not getting in the way of the miners. I see what you're exactly, saying. Exactly. Yeah. And then this is all going to be off limits. Okay. Right. So, so there's like a there's like a tarp <laughs> yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah. Okay. So. And then so and then so you can like you walk in too many different random colors, but. I'll delete my stuff in a second, right? But you could like walk in here and access the portal that way. Gosh, yeah, something like, like this, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll just say the walls have been moved out like that and try and consolidate into a more normal, this colorful map. And then we'll do a tarp this way, which blocks off this. Yeah. Maybe eventually we'll need to build a more sturdy structure or like a, Mm-hmm. if there out, are but... further experiments to take place here um, passages can be added and removed as needed mm-hmm. um, but for now this will this will do I'm wondering if the contact other plane would help in this construction like should I reach out to the plane of earth to like does that seem like that'd be a useful part of this research um, like I feel I don't know what well, questions I even want to ask but I feel yeah, like that I'm would not sure be what a... you're even doing yet other than trying to get to the plane of Earth, which you can do with your your spells, what we're, we're digging for gold. Ah. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> um, I think I will contact the other plane from here. So uh, let's go ahead. We'll have brought a couple of scrolls of remove curse. Mm-hmm. Uh, chance is only fifteen percent of going insane. We don't go insane. And so I think in front of this portal, as it's like nearly completed, um, Devon will ask, like, yes, is, five yeah. questions, Devon. Five questions. Um, Trying to gauge what, like, so when I open this portal, I guess, I guess when I open this portal, will it lead to a predictable location in the plane of Earth? Right, like, is it going to be random the first time I, right? I guess I don't really get to ask, add all of these explanations to the creature, but. Is it going to be a random spot, or will it be like? Is it predictable based on the way I've stacked the stones? So I think if it's related to, yeah, it will give you the answer unknown. Like it does. It should have a ninety percent chance. If it's I mean, maybe this isn't related to the plane of Earth. Maybe this is more related to the. Uh, interplanar travel so it doesn't know um can i alter the construction of this portal to get a uh to you know direct it can i alter the construction of this portal to go somewhere 
more specific. Making my notes real quick. <laughs> and the dice rolls. No answer. No. So it's more the location. It almost doesn't matter what portal I make, I think. Um, hmm. Is there a reliable way to find gold or other precious metals in your plane? Yes. Yes. Hmm. Do the do the elementals sense these metals? Is that, like, do I need a local guide, or do I need a uh, earth spirit chained in a soul gem? That second part wasn't a question. That was right. amusing to myself. Right. Uh, the answer comes back some. Can humans survive in the plane of Earth without special precautions, special measures? I'm... Yeah, that's that's fine. Enough question. Can humans survive there? I'm worried they'll be like, "Yeah, it's dangerous. We'll eat you." No, you can't survive here. But more. Uh... I think you can just get. I think as long as you're in like air pockets, I think you're fine in the plane of Earth. It's difficult to move around, but what does he say about human survival? It is it say? Uh, the answer comes back no. No, we can't oh, we can't survive. Um that is the that okay. is what this extra planar spirit tells you is that it is a inhuman survival plane word. of birth without precautions, and the answer yeah. is no. Well, okay. Um, it sounds like I don't like. She just opened this portal, right? <laughs> like it, it doesn't sound like there's my, like I, squabbling over the construction of it will not help direct it. I think the portal is probably going to take me where it goes on the plane of Earth, mm-hmm. based on its location, more than its construction. Mm-hmm. Maybe there are other instances where thing like I'm guessing like with the shadow plane, maybe changing the angles of the shadows or choosing a different time would get you somewhere different or change the circumstances. Plane of Earth, maybe not so much. 
anyways, within a week or so, we've got uh, this crude. Uh, it's like an it's like a artistic interpretation of a doorway etched into the wall. Mm-hmm. Maybe like bordered by stacked stones. Devon was trying to like feel out the feng shui of it. And mm-hmm. uh, after communing with this creature, it sounds like none of that really matters. As long mm-hmm. as it's some approximation of a portal, he thinks he can probably get there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. This whole time has been in study. And I think we kind of skipped days. So can I have full mana or should we roll mana recovery rates to uh, see? No, you can long... have full mana. It's been days. There's yeah. no real pressing threat. You could always just wait another couple of days to get all your mana back. It's fine. Okay. We're not even tracking days on a calendar anymore. Yeah. You're lazy over here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then with this portal made, apprentices around. Is a soy still not back? How do you know if you're not tracking days? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's focus on the one thing. Soy is not back for the time, but she should She's be coming back out. any moment, right? She's been gone a long time. She's probably dead. Mm. Okay. Um, spells. Dimensional tear. Um, yeah. So we've spent this week constructing this portal in the just so spot here in this mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so Devon approaches it. Let's see. Verbal. think the oh yeah the material components are just like the portal the mm-hmm. set and the setting so he approaches mm-hmm. the wall um encamps magic words in this case they may just be like the groans of his, his uh magic interpretation of uh of earth the groans mm-hmm. of uh the, you know the, the rumble of plates grinding against each other and you attempt to make the sound of a p wave Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Devon like sticks his hand into the wall, through the wall, defying like physics or logic, and I think just like splits the earth open and like opening of a curtain, I think reveals a tunnel where there was this doorway. Oh, maybe not yes. a tunnel, maybe just a solid wall of rock, but <laughs> on the other side should be the elemental plane of earth. Um, and we're gonna roll three. Let's see, one d one hundred plus two, rolled in secret. But I think you want to give me like qualitative clues as to the duration. Right, right. One d one hundred plus two, plus two. If you roll a ninety nine or one hundred, I break something. But any other roll, that's just the number of rounds that this portal will stay open. Um, the portal opened is solid and stable the bounds of it um, the the edges of it you can sort of see the the distinction in the earth color between the prime materia plane where this is sort of like a, a reddish chalky um, a reddish color with sort of a chalky feel to it and on the other side where you've actually reached into the plane of earth the material here is dense and thick and more of like um, uh, a deep, um, like a deep brown, muddy color to it. Is it? Is it just? Uh, is it like solid rock, or is right, probably is, no? Right? It There's... is. Um, 
Or is there it's, a it's not rock here. It's some sort of dirty, materially thingy um, with uh, with like speckles of a silvery metal. Not silver, but like that sort of what other color metal could it be? Aluminum. Well, <laughs> anyways, sort of like a, a dim, dingy silver. Okay, it's like a tin or. A... Yeah, or I mean, you could, could be anything. You could reach Bismuth. out and touch it and try and figure oh, yeah, it out. Yeah, I absolutely reach out and grab like a fistful of it. Uh, it's heavy. It's got to be something with a really high density. Maybe lead or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Devon calls out um, and maybe pokes his head out the window within like this first round, whatever, after grabbing it and like shouts, Miners, foreman! <laughs> um, Drop what you're doing. <laughs> Come here. With all haste, the room is filled with miners. You the foreman pushes his way to the front. And instead, I'm like, we haven't much time. Dig. And, uh... uh the foreman's like, but we'll yeah, reach through to the other side. Dig. And the crazy <laughs> wizard <just> look, looks <laughs> at him. With axes and yeah. shovels, they go to work. And they we've got this, earth. We've got this storeroom cleared out. All that's really in it is our papers, which the apprentices quickly sweep up. Mm-hmm. Get out of the way, and I think we just start piling lead ore or whatever this is in the uh, in the storeroom. Yes. And soon find... enough, we'll all have lead poisoning, and everyone will be as mad as Devon. <laughs> um, once uh, he takes a few minutes to like explain what the heck's going on to the foreman and the mine. I mean, he doesn't explain what's going on, but explains what needs to be done to the foreman right. and the miners. Uh-huh. And once they're to work, I do want to cast uh, a locate landmark like into the plane of Earth. One of the things you'll notice very quickly as they start to like hit the wall here um, and break off chunks of it, it it seems to be like self collapsing into this area. There's not much like tunneling forward as the 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 section of wall in front of you um, is weakened by blows from picks and axes and and shovels. Like it sort of forcefully collapses into this room. Um, so huge mm. quantities of earth are spilling it, does it in. Does it collapse like through the portal, and is it like through the portal? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we wind up probably just like shoveling this dirt into this room here. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, this lead will probably block. Maybe it will block my locate landmark spell. Mm. Um, uh, Devon, because he may be distracted, he will assign one or both of his apprentices to keep an eye on the borders of the portal, so they'll be like standing hopefully out of the way like here or here or whatever like peeking at the walls of the portal to like warn the miners if it starts to close mm-hmm. um devon wants to cast a locate landmark hopefully uh into the p- plane of earth so what he's gonna do like when he's ready to cast it he'll clear the mine he'll be like just a moment back let me through and he'll like step through past the portal like sort of forcing his way at least his head and his hands through the portal into this like leaded dirt Mm-hmm. To cast a locate landmark in the plane of Earth. Excellent. So um, locate landmark will find a well, a landmark, right? It's a yeah. thing, not just like where is a shovel, but like where is the the great tree of vitality? Yeah. So within a range landmark? of a mile. I mean, it doesn't need to be the great tree of vitality. I, I, I'll be seeking out uh, like the gold vein or like gold deposit. Is that so, that's not a specific thing that's a generalized like a deposit of gold that's not necessarily a landmark right how could you what land like what um 
Hmm. Noble landmarks like a king's crown automatically fail. I mean, like if you go to Necrot and you're like, take me to the copper mine. Right. That's a, that's a landmark in Necrot. That's um, true. But if you I just mean, said, I'm... take me to copper, it wouldn't bring you anywhere. So if you say, take me to gold, that's not a thing. But a like, gold so mine in the plane there's... of earth would be a thing. But there's not going to be a mine. It's going to be a gold deposit. Mm. Take me to the gold vein. Basically. So like there's in all likelihood, there isn't one. But if there mm. is, it will be like, oh, like 700 yards that away is a gold deposit is the gold deposit in this area, right? Like it does, I, I'm, I was assuming that it didn't need to be like a global land. It doesn't need to be the tree of life, but it can be like, I don't know, okay. the local rock that kind of looks like a lizard, except, right, I'm like the local rock that's made out of gold. Right, right. Where is the limit? So like, where where is the... Uh, Yeah, I mean, I was, that's what I was forgetting. It's like the gold vein. Like, if there is a large capital gold, T, the gold right? Like, vein. where's the, yeah? Where's the where's the? I guess it it's pulling creatures in a mile, but the location doesn't need to be in a mile, does it? Right, right. So you would need something that the creatures within a mile would be able to unequivocally know what you're talking Got about. It. I mean, I guess, uh, yeah. Where's the? So I guess they'll be directing me to like the mother load of gold on the plane mm. of Earth, huh? Wouldn't that? Yeah, so I guess like where is where or like where is the gold with gold and capital, right? Like, mm. right. I I guess I was I wasn't thinking. I was thinking the landmark was in a mile, but no, it's the creatures in a mile, and they're gonna point me to like the capital gold. So mm-hmm. like, I don't know how the I don't know how the elemental plane of Earth is, but if it's organized in like this is the lead region, and maybe there's a Mm-hmm. Copper region. Maybe there's a. Maybe there's like the gold on this plane, or maybe not. Maybe the spell fizzles and. Um. Where's the gold? Where's the Where's the landmark gold on this plane? <laughs> How do you give directions in the plane of Earth? Is a really. I mean, I think the results of this is just a direction. Like it's. It just points me a direction, doesn't it? And I'll probably I would need to triangulate. Yeah. You will get a uh, a direction that is you know through your portal is mostly like maybe forty five degrees up, and um, if the portal is like straight in front of you, maybe twelve degrees to your left. Uh, I'm not really going to note that. I, mean, I guess you can't. It doesn't seem like that's going to be that helpful. But like, I'll probably need to triangulate and see. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll note it, but uh, let's see. 18. I'm, trying, I'm calculating MP. So 18 from 84. Is that like 66 left? Um... I've got enough to do some like fabrication. Right, like trying to stabilize this passage so that I can. Hmm. How do I travel in here? How does one travel in the plane of Earth? 
think you've got to like meld with stone or something. <laughs> mm, mm -hmm. That's one method. I don't know if there are wizard spells that do similar things. Yeah. Swall. Swall's fifth level spell. Oh, that actually opens the passage. Um, I mean, one can tunnel, like, but actually how, hmm. I don't know how useful, though, it would be to fabricate much in here. Um, what if you use Minor Gateway inside of the Plane of Earth? To the Plane of Earth? Yeah. Or like, would it be to the prime back to the Primateria plane? That's a great question. You want to give everybody it a shot? stand stand back. So while I'm like locating landmark and everyone else is gathered in the room behind me. So I need to draw it in the air. Is there enough air in this plane? Well, it seems that the the plane is like collapsing into your room and your people are like digging it out and making room for it. And then as like mm -hmm. they, they pull it out and they start to carve back in more of it, like collapses and folds. Um, give me an intelligence check. Although you probably don't even need the check. You probably already understand. Yeah. It's clear that the, like the amount of pressure on the other side of this plane is immense and mm -hmm. that any gap of air at like atmospheric pressure from Necrot is just being, engulfed with with the pressure of earth spilling in so will it be possible to open a minor gateway in there or is it just like just the, the word you draw in the air a portal mm -hmm. but can i even get into the plane of earth or is I'm it just sure you could just like out? run your finger along the edge of the wall that's probably sufficient yeah. okay um so you open a minor gateway in the plane of earth to the plane of Earth. Yeah, is so is the prime material plane an option? It is not. Okay, so this is always to another elemental, pl or to an elemental plane. Yes. And I presumably it can be cast from any plane to any elemental plane, or does it only work in the prime material? I mean, what happens? So this is a, does this open a portal somewhere else on the elemental plane of Earth? Yes. Or do I break the fabric yes. of space? Yes, you have a, a portal within a portal. Um, one, you know, in infinitesimally deeper in than the other and mm -hmm. the where's my 2d8 yeah i'm not ready to hold it open or do anything with it i'll be pissed off if it's if i see a glimpse of gold <laughs> uh, no you you see a granite wall before you okay does that cause any permanent insta like does it mess with the uh lead stuff for a second or i guess for a second uh, for a brief it... moment the lead is gone and stops pouring into the room and then mm -hmm. a few seconds pass and the the wall fades or it vanishes from you and um mm -hmm. the earth once again dumps back into the room mm hmm hmm well, this has been interesting and informative, but I mm -hmm. think we maybe just spend an hour or however long we have mining lead, and uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if anything else productive comes of it. Yeah, I think it's of minor interest to Devon that what we find here are like 
ingots of lead or, you know, like chunks of lead in an otherwise dirty space. Not so much like lead ore fused with rock, but like... Oh, so it's not like a lead-rich soil or whatever, dirt? It's like a... You know, it's like someone deposited a bunch of chunks of lead in the earth and then walked away. So it's soft soil. Okay, uh, well, and then we're pulling dense out. soil, but with we're like chunks out, of lead. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Unusual. Unlike the other metals that you found, which have been more like fused with stone and need to be smelted out, this is just okay. scattered. Okay. Um, hmm. We need to figure out a better way to travel on these planes. Just one travel in the plane of Earth. Mm. Tun- like tunneling is an option, but that it sounds like, quite tedious. It would be very slow, and the I... the risk of collapse would be catastrophic. And magic jar myself into an Earth elemental. Hmm. Hmm. That may be the way to do it. What happens if you conjure an elemental? Like, so, if I conjure an earth elemental and take it back to the plane of earth, does it does it get sent back to its original summoning location at the end of the spell? Right, like. Like the sp- the duration expires, it still goes back where it started. Maybe, maybe if it's already on the plane, then it just gets moved to a different location. Like if you are, if you're already on the plane, I yeah. don't know if it would function as like a reverse teleport. You might just free it in that exact location. Anyway, while people are digging out this stuff and you're staring at the wall, um, one of the things that gets dug out of the earth here is a ball of lead, but it's not quite ball-shaped. It's more like teardrop-shaped piece of lead about yay big. Mm -hmm. This. Um, It's a different texture to it. It's sort of like bumpy with like little nodules that pop up all over irregularly, Um, but to you know, about the same regular depth. Um, and it's, you know, heavy like lead, like the rest of it, but it's a, a larger, bumpy, yeah, the, chunky... Devon will intercept it. Uh, ask his apprentices what they make of this. Uh, Cassandra will cast a detect magic, like conventional detect magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't seem to be radiating any sort of magic. Okay. Um, is the only, the only magic here is the portal that I've created, or is there yes. is the plane of Earth inherently magical? Or 
the detect magic will it not... It probably gets blocked by yeah. the plane of Earth, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't go through the plane of Earth. It might not even go through the portal. I don't know if detect magic can cross boundaries like that quite as so easily. Maybe, probably maybe not. not, but they don't see anything magical other yeah. than like the portal itself, which is radiating a ton of magic. Hmm. Um, Cassandra will look at this this thing, this heavy chunk of lead, and turn it did, over. Um, did it just... So does it look like it just like melted and then solidified in like a drop shape, or does it look like a crafted object, even if it were crafted by alien hands? She turns it over once, twice. She notes the bumpy texture. Um, similar questions to you arise: Is it is this a natural formation or is this a crafted thing? Uh, Cassandra ponders the nature of metals. It doesn't seem like most metals in their natural deposits are, are melted and left there. And if it was melted and left, then that must have conformed to a shell of some kind, some sort of, um, you know, casing that would have looked like this. So it doesn't seem an accidental melting and the rough, irregular texture is too, um, uniform and too, you know, it's, it's got this like teardrop shape to it all the way around. It's definitely, and it's unlike these other things that it's deposited near. It seems very intentional, but also very kind of natural and crude. This P is one way, isn't it? Um, so I don't have any way of like asking this earth elemental mm. maybe later I mean, we'll, we'll keep it and think about it later um, I guess on an off chance can I make a spellcraft check to see if this is used as a magical device of any kind not like any device that you have like part heard of like of. a spell component or like a magic item I mean it's not radiating magic but Mm-mm. yeah it's just like it's like a solid it's like a statue or that's not the word like a it's like a sculpture it's not a it's like a single piece it's not a a, single solid piece no no um cuts no cracks Mm -hmm. no breaks doesn't look like it comes apart um if we can direct our digging in that direction that would be great but i don't think that's very easy we're kind of just like shoveling through Mm -hmm. sand as it falls through yeah and this was sort of just like pulled out of the the pile someone was like hey look at this and grabbed it and held it up um Mm -hmm. moff says that uh proper measurements should be done to see if it isn't composed entirely of lead or if it's just something heavy and within a deposit of lead yeah we'll take this to heifer when we're done here but time is of the essence Mm -hmm. it's placed on a shelf as everything else gets extracted um, after about 80 minutes, the portal begins to weaken, and you know that yeah. the time is drawing near. Yeah, all right. Everybody get back. Mm. Um, with the final minutes, maybe Devon uh, will uh, you know, clear out the miners. If they're no longer, when they're no longer in the way, he'll extrude out one final 11 cubic foot thrust of uh of the plane 
Mm -hmm. Huge here. amounts of soil come dumping down on you. Uh, being uh, pulled out. There's five yards per level, so we're out of the way. That was basically what's eleven. Oh, so, right. You can cast it from range. Okay, this isn't yeah, the one so that you have to like touch a, with your hand. A spike of lead thrusts out. Or a spike of soil thrusts out. Mm-hmm. Eleven cubic foot. What is it? So that's probably in the ballpark of a, a foot by a foot by an eleven foot spike, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Juts Practically out from the, fill in the room. Yeah, and then crumbling. Yeah. And then the the spell, the portal eventually fizzles and fails, yeah. and that chunk just whatever remains of it falls and collapses into the room here. Yeah, and we uh, clear out, filter like the soil out. Um, mm-hmm. Soil probably, and lead can be the, separated. Yeah, the soil does the can soil be seem at all interesting? They've just been chucking it into one big pile outside the mine. They'll, yeah. they'll move it somewhere I think else we later. Want... I don't think I think we we transport it to Devon's tower. The earth? The earth, yeah. I don't I don't think we'll ever need it, but just you never know. Soil from the elemental plane of earth seems like it could be handy. So I think we wind up piling it in the ca- in the uh, caverns beneath the tower. Mm. So there will just be a huge like <laughs> pile of dirt down there from the elemental plane of earth in case we need it later. Mm-hmm. Separate out the lead. Cassandra um, will these appoint get... someone to like make a little bin to put it in and label it properly or you know, yeah. or blah blah blah. Uh, it's probably just like a big pile of dirt underneath a tarp in the basement or something like that. But mm-hmm. um yeah, if she's got better organization, sure. Um is uh do these miners get like paid a standard wage or yep. are they sir okay. So Devon will like apologize for derailing their usual work and pay them whatever the equivalent of their wage, what do they typically make a day and how many people was it? Mm. It's probably like a gold a day. Oh no, 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 no. Uh, maybe the, the people in charge of the mines might make a gold a day, but the actual general laborers, yeah. not no way. Copper no. a day. <laughs> um, got a silver a day is for a basic bitch laborer that's completely okay. unskilled. So a miner probably makes like two or three silver a day. Okay. How many of them were three there? silver a day? Um, and there were maybe three. 30 people working on this. So, Oh, that's a lot of people crammed in, into that hallway. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there's some people in that room and then there's like bucket brigades moving things, you know, so there was people in the hall, people outside, people using wheelbarrows, I need more money. Let's see. So I'm going to delete my hoard. That was 80 silver and 600 copper. I'm just going to delete my whole hoard. Sure. And I mean, pay you... off these miners. I mean, I should get, we're minting coins. I should have more copper. You and have silver, access but... to, you know, the, the wealth of this entire area. Uh, I think money is no, no object for you anymore. You say that now, but I'm going to want to do spell research or something. And suddenly it might, anyways, <laughs> we pay <laughs> off the, uh, we would pay them for their time, maybe mm-hmm. then some. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the lead is Devon's. Mm-hmm. Or take back to the tower. I don't think most people have much use for lead. I guess they used to use it to make pewter and stuff, which was a bad mm-hmm. idea. But w- Wizard probably has more use for lead than uh, most would. Because I think a very small amount of it blocks magic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if it's appropriately applied, right? You can't just yeah. put a lead ball in front of someone. It has to be a nice, thin sheet. A sheet. Can you do like a Faraday cage? 
can it be like why a cage of lead wire to block magic detection or does it need to be a uh it needs to be a solid sheet even a a small puncture in the sheet can render it weakened not interesting guaranteed to be problematic but can um we'll stop by heifer with the weird the interesting bobble the lead Mm -hmm. teardrop and ask him what he makes of it he hefts it in his hand oh it's heavy solid squeezes it with his uh what does he have like 18 strength (laughs) muscles um ponders it over lifts a hammer and says can i pound on it Let's investigate with non-destructive means first. Do you think it was he'll cons- take it over to some scales and he'll start like weighing it against, um, you know, uh, stacks of coins or probably not coins. Um, probably has like actual weights and measures to to figure out the exact weight of something. And he gives you back its exact weight. You know, this weighs um, fifteen is pounds it- or something, or you know, ten pounds. I don't actually have the dimensions of lead to. Is, is it solid um, lead? Is that the conclusion, or is there uh, well, else he's got to figure out its volume too, and so then he goes over to a, a like a basin of water and fills it up to this... a line and plops the the thing in there and measures the For difference. Of Heifer's a smart cookie. This mm-hmm. Seems like uh, wizardy things, but anyways. Um, and soon enough, he comes back and he, well, it's lighter than lead, but only just such. It does not. Its density is. Less than lead, but greater than any other material I know of. Maybe it's hollow inside. Hmm. Maybe it's encasing not... something else. Um, Devon will like tap it with a hammer ever so gently, and, like listen to see if he can hear any any echo or anything that might indicate that it's hollow. Um... Not an echo, but like a resonant. Kong. I don't know if I. No. Uh, no. No, nothing of that kind comes out. I mean, would, does it look crafted? Imagine you're an alien creature from the elemental plane of Earth. Does it look? Does it look crafted then? Ah, <laughs> uh, sure. I mean, at that point, anything could be crafted, right? It's hard to. At that point, like a tree could be crafted, or mm. how if, if we're talking alien, then it's it's definitely yeah. too weird to just have formed on its own, is what you're looking at, at least by yeah. any measure that you've got. It's got a bumpy texture. Is it shaped like an egg? Teardrop shape is roughly egg shape, yeah. But it, does it have like a point at the end, or is it rounded at the top? It's sort of rounded at the top. It's not like all the way teardroppy. It's got, you know, a rounded top and a bigger rounded bottom or vice versa, depending on which way you shape it. Let's not break it just yet. Devon takes it back. Is it the texture you said is bumpy? Mm-hmm. Is it made of lead or is it just a, uh, the approximate density of lead? I guess um, the surface seemed to be metal. Or the surface it... has that same sort of leadish color to it. How would mm-hmm. you guarantee for certain? Can you taste the difference between lead and other metals? Well, you have to wait for the lead poisoning to kick in. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we'll take it back to the tower, put yeah. it on a little pillow, and uh, maybe eventually we'll contact the element to plane of Earth and ask him about this. 
Mm-hmm. You can't exactly like show and, I mean, but you get to ask questions and it's just a percent chance to know. Right, but you'd have to ask the right question at that point. Like, how would you tell it what it is that you're holding? Yeah. Um, so if I did extrude, that was a third level spell. 12, less than 66. Or I think I have enough mana to contact other planes today if I feel like it. Let me check and make sure. I did minor gateway. I mean, a 42. Locate landmark is a second level spell. That's minus seven. It's going to be a 35. Okay. So I've got enough MP for a contact with the planes today. So I think that evening we get the apprentices together. Mm hmm. Remove curses on hand. Contact the elemental plane of Earth. Hmm. And what will you ask? Greater than 15. Pass. Um, we'll ask... Uh, is there a creature from the plane of Earth that uh, lays eggs and lead deposits? Is there a creature <laughs> that lays eggs in lead deposits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, think this is relating to the plane of Earth, so there's probably a 90% chance that it uh, knows it, and then maybe a 75% chance that it tells the truth. The answer comes back yes. Ooh. Is special care required to um, incubate such an egg? You can like follow a train of thought with these questions, right? Like if it's the same creature, same conversation. It can like know the answers to the previous questions. You can ask yeah, follow-up questions. You're, you're asking yeah. a creature something, so. Yeah. Um, and the question was, is... Is special care required to incubate such an egg? Can I leave it on a shelf in the, in the prime material plane and see what it hatches into? Uh, the answer is maybe. Maybe. Can they survive in the prime material plane? That's a can can yeah. I guess I'll leave that vague. But... Mm -hmm. Answer is yes. Can the eggs hatch in the prime material plane? Answer is yes. Can they be tamed by men, <laughs> by humans? 
Um, the answer is yes. Ooh. Well, we'll report back to the apprentices that we have an egg of some creature native to the plane of Earth. We could probably hatch it here and maybe tame it here. Um, we'll, I think we'll bury it in that nice pile of elemental Earth in the basement until we figure out what to do with it. Um, uh, I guess we consult the library. I consult my, like, probably like an Umber Hulk or a uh, Boulet. Mm. What other earthy creatures could this be? I don't recall any of them leaving trails of lead, but I'm sure it's in there somewhere. I'll probably avoid uh, looking up the monstrous manual for now. But mm -hmm. um, You dig through your pages and your journals and come up with nothing. There is no um, description of an egg like this in any books that you have that your apprentices can go through. There's nothing about creatures that lay eggs in lead. Uh, your guess is as good as it's going to get for now. Well, an unknown, undiscovered thing. Possibly a creature never documented before. Possibly something whose larval or hatchling form is um, different than its uh, adult form. There's a great amount of possibilities here. We'll add it to our menagerie. Why don't we take a, a break right here and we'll come back and do one more hour on the other side? Sounds good. Okay. See you guys on the other side of a break. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. So, this egg, maybe, thing is now in a pile of earth in your basement. Mm -hmm. um, you're, you've dug out all this lead from the, from the elemental plane of earth which belongs to Devon, can be used to shield things, can be used to make pottery or um, metallurgy of some kind. Uh, I think or these... drinking glasses, right? Yeah, pipes for your water. It's a great idea. It's nice and soft, easily malleable. malleable. I mean, yeah. Rome was one of the greatest empires to ever exist on Earth, and they were fed by lead pipes. But it can't be that bad for you. <clears throat> Ignore Caligula. Um, they think that was lead poisoning? I think there are some questions about it. You know, lots of lead. Caligula was kind of mad. Um, Nero and yeah. all the other Roman empires. It's not like, yeah, Devon doesn't really have concerns about people scrying on him or reading his mind or anything, but who knows? Lead can come in handy. We can turn it into gold, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, I think it's probably in the basement that we build our alchemical laboratory right and these uh catac they're not catacombs if there's no bodies right right caverns beneath uh mm -hmm. there's no caverns. bodies yet the caverns beneath the uh beneath the tower mm -hmm. mm. the underground river and serpentine tunnels mm -hmm. eventually mm -hmm. start building a uh a lab excellent well, experiment the, with alchemy. Uh, have 
Alchemist Lab soundtrack over here that can be created. Cool. I don't know um, if we're doing anything with it, but uh, probably good music. Where are you? Are you playing music straight to stream or? Uh, tabletop audio. Uh, roll twenty. It's all coming through. Roll twenty. Playing music this whole time. The whole session. Why Have you not gotten browser, any background sounds? The blocked autoplay media for this website. Why is it so quiet? Should be a slider in the settings, audio and video, audio video <laughs> chat. Crank it. Spooky. Oh, this sounds like my basement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect for uh, umberhole gags or whatever that thing is, and mm -hmm. uh, and alchemy. Yeah. Well, Devon, you've got your materials back. Your people are going to work describing things in detail, weighing and measuring and um, shaping, mm -hmm. building out uh, the this basement area, creating a proper bin to store all this earth so it doesn't get mixed in with the other earth down here and. Uh, adding tables and lantern lights. Whatever else is needed. When Devon's thoughts turn to... Well, you, you just mentioned you could turn this lead to gold. You had the, mm -hmm. right, the right tools. I mean, I think the right tool is a philosopher's stone. But... Yeah. Hmm. How but often can you contact methods. Outer Plane? Can um, you just cast it over and over again to ask ever more specific questions? I think so. It's hard with like yes or no type questions to like develop some tree that's useful to like get you somewhere useful. Mm -hmm. And the risk of insanity. I mean, I don't think Devon has been contacting other planes except when we have explicitly said so. Mm -hmm. Just because of that insanity risk, it doesn't seem like something to breeze over. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, what are the chances of finding a freaky fungal farrier ring here in the basement? A suitable place to uh, portal to the Feywild. Uh, pretty low in the basement, although that doesn't mean you can't create the conditions for which, in which one would grow. If you can get some, you know, good yeah. fungal soil and plant it in here, then and make the area warm enough, uh, it might just grow on its own. But at the time, it's it's just sort of dead earth. Mm. Do you want to grow a berry circle? It's, yeah, it seems more convenient than having to truck out to the uh, brackish fen, but mm -hmm. could be done. Yeah, stick one of the apprentices on that. Figure out what we need to have a fairy ring growing in here. Great. Maybe we need to go get some dirt from the uh, from the fen. Yeah, moth will immediately set off to sort out 
any information that she can find probably about probably hiring some laborer to go out to the fen with a cart and bring back a <laughs> load um, of like mud from the fen and we'll mm -hmm. it, bury it down here and mm -hmm. yep can do uh, thankfully, you've got minions to do that for you, so you don't have to micromanage that project. In a few days, it can be accomplished. I mean, it'll probably take a while before... Right, before anything actually grows, up, but the but... the seeds can be planted now, and yeah. while Moff digs through, you know, how you would get such things to grow. Um, in a couple days, she will present you with some options. Um, she can send someone or go herself to hearth home where she might be able to find appropriate spores or she or someone else could be sent up towards the elven lands to see if they have any particular things or she can just grab a bunch of material from around this area and throw it in the ground and keep trying and trying and trying until something until something works um, would you like to seek out specific forces for this which she can do on her own or do you just want to throw the dice and uh, keep mean forces like do you want to send moth or someone else um on a specific sub quest to find appropriate um, fungal spores fungal spores <laughs> or do you want to just try and make it out of nothing um maybe somewhere in between i'm sorry for talking on the mic mm -hmm. Um, but we probably need to we'll get the truckload of mud get some uh, mix in some wheat germ or whatever mm -hmm. and get some fungal spores okay. for yeah if we can find some giant mushrooms I don't know alright she'll send people to the brackish femme to see if they can find anything there that's a good middle well, ground you don't have to travel too far and maybe you can yeah, find some. There was a specific. I'll leave it to Moth's discretion. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we're outsourcing this. Yeah. There was That's a spot enough. in the Fen where we set up a standing stone and have already teleported, portaled to the Feywild. Mm -hmm. This was setting up a more convenient one and maybe getting us to a different spot. Mm -hmm. You know, why are you making a charisma check? Uh, I'm just making some checks for Moth to determine <clears> her. You know, intelligence and wisdom and charisma in handling this project. I think those are the three skills that she would need. Um, so, in my research, I found a ninth-level alteration spell called Glorious Transmutation that is utter garbage. It eats a Philosopher's Stone to make 1d10 times 10 pounds of gold. Oh, well, ignore that shit, because our definition what of Philosopher's Stone is very different than uh, you literally this like, would be. The prime ingredient is a philosopher's stone, and the spell doesn't even include the ingredients for mixing the stone and the metal. And all you get out of it is so even at max, say a hundred times fifty, five thousand gold for a ninth level spell, and you consume a priceless magical artifact in the process. Yeah, I so think the two e rules as written philosopher's stone is very much different from what we would use. I think they're using the old European. Philosopher's Stone is the tool that you use specifically to transmute lead to gold. Mm -hmm. um, and we have extrapolated it into a, a greater magic item. So I would just I ignore... You, you don't want to break the economy because 2E is very built around gold being a limited resource or whatever mm -hmm. that you need to manage to decide what you want to do in the campaign. But mm -hmm. 
feels like if any thing can break that it should be a ninth le- like we found ways to break the economy with much lower level spells than a yeah. ninth level wizard spell yeah that spell is trash it is so trash i'm just going to uh, uh <laughs> suppress it from the spell list from here on out <laughs> what is let's see wish doesn't wish give you like a limit to how much money you can wish for maybe limited i thought there was like a list of but i'm not seeing much at all wasn't there there's something about like you can only wish for one point of stat Yes, stats can only go up by one. Where where is um, that? Uh, da, 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 da. that might be like on the Ring of Three Wishes item. Oh, or Ring of Wishes three. No, that's somewhere. Maybe it's under um, the stat section of the player's handbook. Many things. I feel like that was like a you get a get some wishes. I'm not important. I just I thought there was something on a wish like you can root with like. There is yeah. something about wishing and... And there was, like, some limit to how much money you get, and I thought it was probably on the order of thousands, right? Meanwhile, this glorious transmutation is, like, one to five thousand gold. Yeah, it's kind of crap, because some spells Destroy cost one, one to five thousand gold to cast. So. Yeah. Glorious transmutation was in... Tome, Tome of Magic. I, this is like a. I mean, I guess this is kind of what Devon is researching, but. Page 47. Magical item called Philosopher's Stone, touched by the wizard alchemically combined. Blah, blah, blah. Varying quality so much that each is capable of transmuting either 10 to the 50 pounds of iron into either a quantity of silver or pounds of gold. So, a hundred, five thousand gold at most. The entire Philosopher's Stone is consumed in the process. Well, that is shit. I mean, there may not be other uses for Philosopher's Stone in... Are there Philosopher's Stones in 2E? Well, I think in the Tome of Magic, there's a list of magic items, and I'm sorting through it right now looking for... Philosopher's Stone. Here we go, Philosopher's Stone, Magic Item, Game Chain. Items enchanted, retort, long necklace, blah, blah. Uh, 
Egg's second use is as a required component for creating a substance that turns lead into gold, the legendary Philosopher's Stone. Thus, it is sometimes said by wizards that the stone hatches from the egg, and that's all it says. Awesome. There's a Philosopher's Stone magic item that talks about 5 to 50 to 500, like 10 to 100 pounds of lead to gold. That's more than the... Maybe they did 100 pounds? Oh, no, to... 100, but 10 to 100 pounds of lead to gold. Okay, that's the ninth level spell. Alternately, it's like ingredients for a healing potion. No, for potions of longevity. Mm. And like restoring the dead to life. All right, well. Thus are Devon's researches. Lead to gold, life eternal, mm. infinite arcane power. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So many good things to do. So little time in which to do them all. Well, if you get eternal life, right? Plenty of time. Well, Devon, um, what does your heart desire? Um, I mean, I guess we're mechanically researching the mud to stone spell. Mm -hmm. um, we've set those things in mode, right? We're growing a fairy circle to go to the Feywild. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We are... Moth, uh, Moth is doing that. Um... What about this Philosopher's Stone? You've contacted an outer plane, and it's said that the stone is in the is being carried by oh, someone we were, or something. We were trying to research uh, powerful creatures. And I guess, did we hit the end of that? Like, trying to research what sort of creatures live in the Feywild and... Right, none of your notes had anything on it. It yeah. seems like you um, have so to maybe quest our next, for knowledge. Yeah, maybe our next option is... Well, well, we'll see if this fairy circle pans out and just go to the Feywild, although that mm -hmm. took a lot of time. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe we should seek out some elves. Mm. There's no elves in Necrot, are there? Are there just no. Necrot? No elves so here. They like trees. There's no trees to be found. What about in uh, Shelter Bay? Do I think there's any elves there? It's close enough that I feel like I could at least like gather rumors to see if there are elves uh, in Shelter Bay. Well, Shelter Bay is the sort of place that if elves do work with commerce and trade, that they might come through Shelter Bay temporarily. If you want to find an elf without having to travel a great distance, that's definitely going to be the closest um, best place for running across one. Yeah, I think while we wait for the mushrooms to sprout and yeah. other such things, let's make a journey to Shelter Bay. Yeah. Um, out of character, I've been waffling on whether in this campaign, if we want to get teleport or other means of transportation, or if poor Devon is just going to walk on his sandaled feet all over this uh, this world from plane to plane. For now, uh, we don't have teleport, so we're walking to uh, Shelter yeah. Bay. But it's nice with the walking. The teleport does mm. sort of steal a little of a uh, you know, spirit and life from from the pacing of this um, exploration of the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're teleporting between planes, so we're walking between planes, <laughs> tearing a <laughs> hole and walking through on our feet. It mm -hmm. uh, looks like, and we don't even have like 
for instance, we don't have horses. I was asking previously about camels. I think we've just got goats. You got goats. Yeah, and a couple um, of mules. So it's like one, two, it's probably three day walk to Shelter Bay. Mm-hmm. And if nothing important is going on in Necrot, I guess Devon's just going to do that. Oh, but look, a natural 20 on the die. When you get to Shelter Bay, there is an elven ship in the harbor uh, currently mm. sitting there, um, and you can see people going on and off of it. Counters the, the natural one you rolled on Bay Lore earlier in the session. Yeah. Um, is it like, do I ask, or do we just walk? I walk to the harbor, and it's like, that is an elven ship. For, like, yeah, totally as your construction. It's like sleek and like a blonde wood. and Yeah, you notice that the... The sides of the ship are huge, like the not the sides, the, the boards on the side of the ship are unnaturally wide, much mm-hmm. wider than the human ships, which have these like you know, nice thin boards like this. The elven boards are way too thick, way too uh, tall, at least. Um, you're you don't have a lot of knowledge of woodworking, so you know you can tell the difference, but you're not sure why the difference might be this way. And you'll see that the the mast doesn't actually appear to be all that separate from the decking. Like, from what little angles you can get, the there seems to be an impossibility to the nature and craftsmanship of it. But otherwise, it still has, you know, the, the same ship shape. It still uses masts. It has um, oar locks for or, uh, oars if people were to row it. And it's um sitting here. There's a couple of people hauling things on and off of it um, into, the, into the cliffside town of Shelter Bay. Um, what would you like to um, do? I guess I will approach the harbor. Um, Shelter Bay. Is Shelter Bay... This isn't on the cliffs or anything above it, right? This is just... Why was I thinking there's like huge bluffs? There are huge bluffs. Uh, okay. The town is built into the bluff itself. Got it. Okay, yeah. so there was. Um, and there's also that serpent that we... Mm-hmm. I don't remember what we rescued, placated... Whatever. Yeah, here. had some problems with your serpent, but um, these things seem to have worked themselves out. Yeah, it's You'll been see a few shrines. years, so I don't know. Uh, yeah. You'll see shrines to the serpent here. Um, you don't see any sign of it. There is a little path that, with a little sign pointing, you know, this <laughs> way to to the great shrine. Um, but you see no no serpent, no forked tongue. Mm-hmm. You don't hear the voice. You have met it before, but unless yeah. you want to seek it out, it will just be in the yeah. background. I guess Devon approaches the harbor. Mm-hmm. You come on down. Uh, people recognize your face and make way for you. I'm on their uh, coins. Yes. You get all the way down to where the docks are, and you there, there they are. There's some elven workers hauling a couple of crates onto their ships. Um, one of them has a bag of coins, and they're pulling and counting out coins and handing them to a, a human laborer on the dock. Yeah, Devon approaches. Dumb. And I guess we just talk to the first elf we see. Sure, do you want to talk to we one of the, the, cap- the, the laborer or, like, or the one with the a money? The captain would probably be better, but like I'm assuming they're a ways off, so mm-hmm. we can just sure. go to whoever happens to be convenient. Sure, it's this person who was handing money to the human on the dock, and once the money's mm-hmm. transactions are done, they head towards the town. Um, oh, perfect. 
uh, and you will intercept them on their route. It looks like they're going Great. to one of the taverns that oh, is built perfect. right onto the edge of the dock, uh, and you meet them just outside the door. They... Greetings, friend. And uh, Devon will like, hold the, the door open for them. Yes. Uh, the... Welcome to... Uh... Welcome to Shelter Bay. You must be the man on the money. They say your name is Divine? Devon just nods. Uh, yes, I am uh, I am from Necrot, and uh, how fortuitous that your uh, ship would show up in, in the harbor on this day for my studies and researches have uh, brought my mind to your woods. Come, let me buy you a drink. And I, so I've like opened the door for him and I mm -hmm. usher him inside and try to show him the hospitality. Maybe it's maybe it's creepy or maybe it's not. Maybe I'll roll a charisma check and you know you haven't asked for it. It's oh, fine, that's great. right? Yeah, it's fine. That's totally normal. I don't know why this laborer, it hasn't even occurred to him. Like, why is like the uh, Lord of these lands just showing up and meeting me at the docks and buying me a glass of wine from his uncle Vinny's estates. <laughs> yeah, the, the elf will walk in. You'll notice that there are a few other elves seated in the room at another table, and they were, like, gesturing to the first one, but the first one's clearly walking with you, and they stop gesturing, and you and the other If elf I can will... join them smooth, I passed my charisma check. I think I find a way to, like, join them smoothly. Sure. I order a bottle of uh, Vinny's wine, and I mm -hmm. tell them, I know this must, this could couldn't compare to the vineyard to the shaped vineyards of your homeland but uh you know my my uncle grows these grapes but a few miles from here in the hills of necrot there, oh, there was by a the saying way, I'm among De our I'm people Devon and yeah, i'm yeah. the wizard around here yeah they make some comment them, about you're not from necrot necrot is from you uh, and they make some other comment <laughs> oh, about yeah um, they're they're passing their charisma checks too and i think mm -hmm. we're getting along swimmingly mm -hmm. um they like to so sample guess... the varieties of wine, even if it's not up to their standards. You know, the variety is the spice of life and is this, should so be enjoyed. This is probably the only wine I've ever had. Is yeah. What is their reaction to it? Is it is it just bad? Is this like... Well, just sort of pleasant faces. There no compliments, okay. no degrading remarks. Just sort of, it is what we happen to have in our hand and we're sipping and everyone's quite pleased with it. You okay. get sort of that like inscrutable, gently pleasant face that they, they pass okay. off. All right, um, then I will enjoy their company and not push things too hard. Mm -hmm. um, as the conversation naturally develops, I'll you know tell them that I've been uh, researching. Like my researches have brought me bits and pieces about their homeland and how fascinating it seems, and how it, in some places they've tamed the Fey Wild and shaped the woods, but in others it is still wild and tangled mess of brambles. Mm -hmm. It all sounds very fascinating, and I'll you know direct the conversation to that and ask them to tell me of their homeland. They immediately start telling you not about the Feywild, but about the, the forest to the north of here. Mm. Um, that they, borders the Fey, does it not? Is that not an extension of the Shapewood? The Shapewood? Well, it is the Shapewood here, they say to you. Um, the Feywild is not Shapewood at all. It is its own space. There, there is no shaping of the Feywild. I got like a null response when mm -hmm. I asked if it was in the Shapewood, and they were like, mm -hmm. "The Shapewood isn't the Feywild. What are you? What are you yeah. talking about, stupid human?" Yep, yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Um, uh, the elves are curious. Uh, you you speak of the Feywild. Have you been? You seem unusually knowledgeable about it for a human, even a, I a grand. I did happen upon the Feywild for for a brief two years. It was most disconcerting to my people. But, you know what? What I thought was a mere few days in uh, collaborative research with an elven colleague turned into a two-year absence where uh, the politics of this land churned and mm-hmm. moved on without me. Yeah, they nod understandingly, um, not yeah. shocked by it all, seeming like, yeah, that's just how it goes. Um, I guess what I'm hoping to get, so I'll ask, like, uh, okay, so the, so the shaped wood is like the elven. Ah, right, like shaped well, it in this world, but it's of fey magic and elves rule there, right? Or an elven, as as far as anyone can rule over a forest. Certainly, we oh. um, we like to think of ourselves as caretakers of the mm. woods, not rulers of so it. So the elves Please. care for the the shaped wood. Is that a, is that on this plane? The wild wood is forest untouched by hands, unshaped by elves. Shaped wood is the the wood within the forest that we would call home. How much do you know of the life cycle of our people? Uh, none. I've heard mm. you live forever. Perhaps you'll have to tell me those secrets. At a s- sum of our kind, upon reaching elderly ages, uh, enter the next phase of life, in which they um, imbue their spirits into the woods themselves. A grand, gra- great tree... Uh, deep in the heart of the shaped wood may be half tree spirit, half elf, elven spirit. How is uh, that different from human lives? It is said that these hills are red with the blood of my ancestors given back to the earth. These mm-hmm. lands are ours because they are of us. We've bled here and toiled here for generations. Is this not the same? A tree shaped For, by elven souls can be can be coaxed to grow in or shrink in directions. Um, hmm, they kind of chew over how best to explain it to you. Yeah, um, the only way. Yeah, the only way to uh, shape the hills is with pick and shovel. No, uh, mm-hmm. no, politely asking my ancestors to budge that is a good way of putting it we can politely ask a tree to bring its branch from the highest peak down to the floor of the forest and to shape its path in a set of stairs that so that we may walk across it um it is an ask and a receive it happens over a short period of weeks months or years depending on the distance things must grow but um much more quickly than trees would grow under ordinary measures so there's the shaped wood, the wild wood. What was the third one? It was the um, the outland? No, hold the on. Out- I have uh... not finding it in the on the wiki, but there's probably another wiki that shaped wood, oh, wild wood, and the outlands. The outlands. Um, yeah. So the outlands are the Feywild proper, or the no, the outlands the are. Um, 
any territory outside of the our woods would be considered the outlands. This here is the the outlands. Oh, okay. So the the Feywild is the shaped in the wild. The Feywild is separate. The these From terms my... shaped wood, wild wood, outland apply only to the prime materia plane. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Feywild uh, is uh, where the some of the elemental planes meet the positive planes. It's a land. It's a um, a proto plane. Do, do you understand these words? Proto being like it exists. Uh, it is unstable inherently and only hmm. manages to manifest itself through continual effort um, uh, hmm. provided by the, the deities. Most notably, um, Loomis, Martha, and Astaire are the great workers Not of Nadinus? the Feywild. Nadinus has a hand in it too, certainly. She is more of a conduit than a, a keeper, um, would you say? So, so you say you tend, you care for the uh, for your woods. Mm-hmm. Are there other are there others that are caretakers of the uh, of the Fey, the Feywild? No, it needs no caretakers. It is its own realm mm. from which our kind spawn <clears throat> spawned. Perhaps this is lost in translation, but a realm must have rulers, or is this a human concept mm. who mm. rules the realm of the Feywild? Hmm. There are great forces, powerful creatures that reside primarily within the Feywild and who maintain some semblance of borders and territory. Uh, such, but they're such as? Have you, are there names? Great legends? I am a bit of a student of folklore. I have heard many, many tales of my ancestors and the great water spirits that rage in the in the uh, in the oceans out here. Please tell me some such tales of your own. Uh, uh, yeah, tell me such tales of your I own. I mean, we could speak of the Dream Maker or the Leprechaun King. Uh, I think these names have little use or meaning to a, a human like you, even one who has traveled okay. there. Of course not. I find this fascinating. As I said, I'm a student of the subject. Hmm. So I'll attempt to goad them into telling me tales of the Dream Maker or the Leprechaun King. I, I mean, those don't sound like the ones that are going to have the philosophy. Oh, the Leprechauns have gold, right? Yeah, they start off by talking about the, the Dream Maker, sort of an entity there that doesn't exactly hold physical space in the Feywild. It's sort of... Feywild is attached to the the plane of dreams and the the dream maker moves between the two of them sort of living in the plane of dreams but um, existing mm-hmm. in the minds of the people within the Feywild as they they sleep and slumber and sort yeah. of directs their subconscious thoughts to this and that it makes the dream maker a, a powerful force to be reckoned with for it plants thoughts in your mind while you sleep while you are absent and you don't know when it has touched you it it, is this uh, what happened to me when I visited and days slipped into years, or is that something else? It is likely the Dream Maker touched your mind, but the sense of time flows differently there than it does here. There is a okay. 
a contraction and expansion of time that that makes things that mismatches between our home and that home. Yeah, um, it's unlikely so, that the Dream Maker kept you there, although they've probably seen the thoughts within your head. So I think this is how the conversation goes. Tapon mm-hmm. like, subtly directs the directs it into the areas of his research interests, but he doesn't make it too awkward. He uh, orders, he pays for the wine all night, pays for food. Mm-hmm. Um, the, how long is this, is a boat staying here? Uh, like at some point to last, like when they're, how long their ship's in harbor, how long are they? Uh, they arrived yesterday. Um, they are simply waiting on some things to arrive from Necrot. And when they mm-hmm. arrive, they'll load them on the ships and take away. So they're just here until things show up. Could be tomorrow. Yeah. Could be a week. They're, they're just living life, man. Um, they tell you about the um, Leprechaun the... King, who is a collector of secrets and a collector of what he considers toys, which might be, you know, the the heart of a, a pure maiden. You know, not like a her actual beating heart, but like the symbolic heart of her. Or it might be the 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 fierceness of a dwarf. Or it might be, you know, a great terrible magical item that is possessed by him but the the leprechaun king collects all sorts of little trinkets and fascinating objects um, he's a great trickster uh maybe not so much a manipulator but a you know he will subvert intentions through language and through illusion and um, always ends up on top somehow um there are other things, you know, there, there are narids and, um, hold on. Uh, what's the, 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 the great nymph of the, the, the Feywild is there too. She spawns other kind, others of her kind and others of her kind will bring to her, uh, humans, mortal men that they have found here in this plane and bring them back through to the Feywild through the great nymph. I- Are you making these up as you go along, or do you have a list of? Uh, I have a few matches? things. <laughs> and some um, of them make yeah, up. So Devon is a patient man. I think he will probably post up here in Shelter Bay, um, hanging out with these elves, whining, dining them, and milking them of their legends mm-hmm. until whatever. What is it that's coming from the crowd? At some point, until either over here from one of these elves, hopefully, or from one of the humans around. What what shipment is coming and? Um, it's actually just what, raw copper bars that they are looking mm-hmm. for. They don't have much in the way of mining on their own side, and what metals they do have, they sort of recycle and reuse over and over again. But there, mm-hmm. is, there's some great constructions that they'd like to do, some ornamentation of one of their mm. towns, uh, and for that they need copper. And so they're waiting for a large shipment of copper bars to make its way here. Yeah, that's the other reason they call us the Red Hills. Mm. Blood and copper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Would you make me a, a charisma check, please? Yeah. Another one. The first one was, ooh, no good. That's fine. Is that, do I offend them or do I just not get the information I was looking uh, for? No, no, no. I, I was going to give you some insight into some of their mannerisms or maybe like a hint at some of their intents, but you, mm. you don't pick up on the... Elves are hard to elf. read and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I do have ESP as a once a day use. Mm. 
I don't know how I will strategically use that, but... Excuse me, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Wait, what? You, you ESP while you're in the other room and then oh. walk back and... Mm -hmm. oh. I more mean like when in the conversation would I want mm. 11 rounds or whatever it is of right. mind reading. To, uh... Um... Yeah. Mm -hmm. the elves I don't I don't get much about their mannerisms I think I'm mostly focused on their legends I'm trying to like see if any of these uh creatures of folklore that I can um, get out of them sound like they might have a philosopher's stone but mm -hmm. um well you learn yeah. about the you know a couple other things there's the um oh. there was the the great nymph and there was also mm -hmm. the great monarch like a butterfly or a king it is a a large butterfly like creature it's you know massive wingspan of a, a hundred and something feet and it produces some sort of dust that is a very similar in type to like pixie dust or sprite dust um it can put people to sleep it can uh it can imbue life mm. or it can like even a, like weaken creatures is it a gloom wing I've got a pheromone sack from a gloom wing <laughs> ah Gloom wings are distant relatives of the great monarch. Um, derivatives. They're they're more moth than than butterfly, but similar in nature. Yes. You are well traveled and well um, understood. Wizard makes his business learning things, knowing things. Hmm. Mm-hmm. There are. Hmm. The mycenoids. They're a, a rich and powerful entity there, able to take over large sections of Feywild. They have more traditional borders that you may understand. You can always tell when you've entered uh, their forests or their people branch off. We elves chuckle amongst themselves from each and every tree. Hounds of light. Hounds of light. Interesting. Um. Um, maybe it's either, either, uh, retconning to the leprechaun discussion or if the mm -hmm. leprechaun king comes up again sure yeah i mean the um, conversation i'll, I'll reveal that i you know that i've here the legends are that leprechauns uh hoard gold but it sounds like this one has other trinkets mm, yes certainly here on mm. this world when leprechauns do come through uh gold is a favorite of theirs for it does attract other people to them it is the it is not gold for gold's sake but gold for the sake of attracting others that they mm. they seek it out do leprechauns craft do they create the gold that they bring no no doesn't no. does another no. where do they where do they get their treasures one of the elves in particular speaks up and says i knew a leprechaun one time he acquired his treasure through trickery, deceit, finding the dwarves nearby, telling them that they were kin, short in stature, um, great of spirit, convinced the dwarves to buy um, 
the, the leprechaun's great magic. Leprechaun was paid uh, in buckets of gold and produced fantastic illusions, decorating the entirety of the dwarven clan's house with uh, rich trappings and tapestries said to be brought from our own lands, only for the leprechaun to whisk away the pot, the, the, the buckets of gold and watch the illusions fail all around them. Angered the dwarves, something fierce. Never forgiven the leprechaun, and still to this day, seek him out, hoping to find him and take back their gold. These creatures are wonderful, charming, sweet, and full of lies. So the treasures come from the dwarves. On this one, yes, the leprechaun. Mm. Um, this one in particular stole his treasure from dwarves. Others have been granted it by... for whatever services they may have rendered. Um, they have no means of crafting, of mining, of minting. Oh, yeah. Maybe in another conversation, but I will ask the... Uh, we had talked about it previously. To tell me, the, what's the secret to, uh, to an elven long life? Is, uh, yoga truly says can't one just be... another What's says that? no no eating right fruits and vegetables another <laughs> one yet says ah exercise fresh air and plenty of sunlight um, they chuckle amongst come, themselves and say uh, I wish we now. could there tell must you be a, we are there in... must be a fountain of youth or a philosopher's stone hidden in your woods no, neither of those, although there are fountains filled with youths. Um, but our life is extended only through our own means. Extended only relative to yours. Shorter than dragons, longer than humans. And, um... Hmm. How so does they, one... se they seem to treat and refer to Devon as a human. Is that... Uh... Not quite. They actually haven't referred to you. They've mentioned humans, okay. but they've very carefully not ever said you humans or okay. your human ways. Um, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I think that was as direct as Devon will get, like asking if asking how long how they live so long if there's a fountain or a philosopher's stone. Mm, no, no, they deny like... such things. Yeah. Uh, that's when I would like to have used. UPSP, or maybe immediately mm. after to see if I can catch like the fleeting uh, fleeting surface thoughts on the subject of fountains of youths and but you you don't want to like sit at the table and cast the spell at uh, the table it's, it's innate them. through my through my Serona so oh. I don't need to like pull out a copper coin and cast ESP is it obvious when you are activating a power of a crown or a magic item um, you would probably be able to hide it in a social situation if you needed to, maybe like a, a rubbing of your temples um, yeah. for some other action. I, I mean, I think, yeah, rubbing of the temples is probably exactly, I, that almost doesn't, that seems like enough of a tick. Maybe, if, I mean, if someone is sensitive to magic auras or, mm -hmm. um, that's fine. Yeah, so I, I activate it. I, there's no like verbal component. It, it's probably just a, and yep. in a crowded bar with drinking and feasting. Mm -hmm. in the conversation. Mm -hmm. I think Devon will risk activating it mm -hmm. and seeing if he catches surface thoughts. I guess it's one creature at a time, so he bounces around during uh, or in the immediate aftermath of that 
discussion of fountains of youths. Yeah, of the four elves at this table, um, two are sort of mildly curious about you and sort of like, oh, look at this fun creature that we get to play with and talk to. Um, one of them is a little bit nervous about the questions you're asking. You seem to be probing sort of very specific things of elven society that they, mm -hmm. and you get the sense that like this, this elf is thinking maybe we shouldn't be spilling so many of our secrets to this guy. Maybe we should yeah. be a little bit more careful. Um, and the fourth one, you get fear from them. You get sort of like a, uh, a sense of I know what this thing really is and I'm trying to cover up my fear of it in a polite social situation. And he knows the thing being me, not yes. being mm. Yes. At least you think it's you. Maybe it's something you're wearing. It's definitely directed in your yeah. at you. But with ESP being sort of weak until you really pry into something, maybe it's like a yeah. maybe it's your Serona. Maybe yeah. the Serona's what's afraid, or another magical item on you. Hmm. Maybe it's the gem around your neck. Which, uh, which gem? I don't. Didn't you bring I, where the Earth Elemental? I, I'm probably not. If that's what he's afraid of, we can say that it's there. I mean, I guess that's kind of metagaming. I don't think I. They typically stay in a case, and I pick one every day and practice with it. Hmm. But I don't well, know that I would have intentionally brought one here. But if you're telling me that I forgot and one is with me. That seems... It's definitely directed in your direction. Could be you, Devon, or could be piece of item that you have, mm -hmm. or or something within you that isn't you. I have you. two potions of Drexel in my bag. That sounds quite ominous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to ask them? Any no, other this was interesting, like but it seems like without... More drastic measures doesn't... Uh... Where is their ship going next? Uh, back home, they will tell you. They are... don't give it a name of a town or a port yeah. or anything are like that. Are humans uh, free to come and go? Or is uh, are your lands closed? look between each other. Two of them sort of shrug. Uh, the one who seemed to be sort of afraid says slowly, um, under normal circumstances, we do not permit outsiders to enter. Uh, there are... Hmm, how do, much of our strength and power comes from a sense of mystery. It would be <laughs> uh, unfortunate if all of our secrets are to be laid bare. There are certain risks involved with sharing the truth of all things. However, to the right person, for the right reason, we may occasionally allow visitors. Your th questions have... You seem to be more knowledgeable of our kind than others, and more... Mm, approachable, more like-minded. Maybe it's all the time you've spent with us. I would be willing to the vouch for you. Study. 
Oh. Um, the third, hey. the, the other elf looks quite surprised at this. But the paranoid one? or the, wait, This is the paranoid one that invited me, right? The fearful but one the... invited you. The paranoid yeah. one is surprised. Oh, okay. Oh, the one that thought we were... Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting. The, the fearful Go. one's name is Faley. She seems to be the leader of this group. Okay. There's got to be more than just these four, right? There's Certainly. Like you saw ship. other ones working on the ship. Uh, these four... Okay might be officers if such a thing can even be applied or maybe they're just done with their work for the day okay um would you like to visit would you like to see the shaped wood for yourself i must admit that i would i uh i wasn't exactly i wasn't exactly requesting but that's i guess where my mind went in the abstract mhm hmm, hmm. Does Devon just on a whim ask if he can book passage on a boat to the to the shaped wood? Sounds like he might. I mean, you've been invited. Mm-hmm. Softly. It would be easy mm-hmm. to say no. Well, I think we're about at the end of our session here. So when um, we come back next time, we'll find out if Devon goes with them or stays here. Unless you have uh, something else, Ryan? I mean, I'm leaning towards why not? It's an adventure, but... Mm-hmm. I guess that's that's uh, that's next time. All right. We will find out next time. There we go. I don't know. I mean, it sounds like an interesting adventure to go to the shaped wood that's probably not where i'm gonna find a philosopher's stone but uh but you might find a clue right or i might just lose two more years of my life and come back to another mess could be could be the only way to know is to find out all righty um well that anything to wrap up hopefully it'll be less than two months between sessions this time um but we'll yeah. see mm, yeah when do we want to try again well, we're not offline or my wife is out of town for a wee bit so i could do next saturday yeah, we could try and do next weekend. Mm-hmm. Do you not have? I don't you have a. Isn't your? Um, isn't Ember's on Saturday? It's on Sundays, except for this oh, okay. week, which it was switched. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll confirm, but we'll see what we can do. Yeah. We can do. Uh, I'll check with my sixteen-month-old secretary and see if. Uh, got it. If they've got plans for you. Yeah. Gotcha. Great. Well, then that'll wrap us up for today. No leveling other than the NPCs who don't get HP yet. What, how am I ever going to be the most powerful wizard? You'll have to play more frequently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anything to say before we go, Ryan? I don't think so. Thanks for watching and mm-hmm. hope to catch you again soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What are the usual plugs? You don't need plugs. There's no plugs needed. 
subscribe on Twitch, check out Patreon. That's all we have to say. Our hairlines. And with that, we are out. (laughs) Catch you next time.